The other thing is they don't really like poor white trash in colleges, bro. Like the poor, like kind of raggedy white trash that can like trash don't even make it to college. They don't make like they're more discriminatory to them. They're like, there's some good black, but the poor white trash. <laughs> we don't want that around here. It's gonna bring down our our stock. Poor white trash will be making alcohol in a dorm room with an old radiator. Poor white trash will have a, a dead body in their dorm closet in the first week of school. That's what poor white trash Poor white trash, trash will have about three family members living in a dorm room with them. Poor white trash. Poor like white y'all trash said. will move out because they say the dorm room price is too high, but take all the mattresses with them. <laughs> take it to go plates from the, from the cafeteria. Poor white trash, uh, you know, under the sink where black people keep all their grocery bags, it will have a bunch of uh, Forever 21 bags in there for some reason. They're not passing the SATs and the, the scats and all that shit. No, they're going straight to trade school. Every all the poor white trash are gifted in welding. <laughs> or they're gifted in like, I gotta figure out how to do something with my hands because I'm too dumb to read. Oh <laughs> white trash. Got a feeling Pedro over here in his car trying to go buy some food somewhere. Pedro? Probably. Man, my fantasy kitchen just been in the toilet the last two, a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. But guess what? I had 14 stolen bases. Team stealing bases left and right, like they Ricky Henderson and Vince Coleman. Yeah. I think I'm and set. Otis Nixon running after cocaine. Hmm? I think I'm set to win this week 6 4 unless Johnny Juco gets uh, a Johnny holder Juco. save. He's trying to make a trade. Who are we making a trade with? I, I, I don't know, man. People are giving him Josh Hader for somebody that's not that good. Dude, he keeps, yeah, people, people out here just being silly. What they doing, dude? I don't know, but he had 20 home runs and 45 RBIs and over 40 runs this week. Wait, he had 20 home runs? Mm-hmm. Damn. I didn't, I didn't have a great offensive week, but I didn't have like a terrible one. It was just like, eh. But like he blew me out. But then fortunately, my pitching was, which wasn't great, was better than his, which was not very good. So his pitching is kind of suspect, but his bats are—he didn't have any steals though. I had like ten steals or something like that. Wait, hold on, man. They trying to trade a Josh Hader for this food for Tampa Bay, the first baseman that's that's been struggling lately. The dude that was able you could picked up at various times during the season. Yeah, I'm like, dude, he's been struggling lately, too. That's why he's been, man, no, this is about to be voted against, dude. I didn't vote against no other trade this year, but this Johnny, too many. He getting too Shout many, out to dude. Tim for giving him uh, Matt Olson, who's yeah, top five player Matt for Olsen. some Garbage. trinkets. I was like, come on, man. Why people keep giving Johnny Juco all this, dude? I don't know what Johnny Juco is offering uh, under the table, but. Shit. <laughs> Who did Tim got then? Tim got a picture I can get from him. He, I don't know. No, he's trying to get pictures, but I was just like, bro, you should have got an ace. He got a couple guys that are good, but like not like like if like Max Scherzer was like in peak form balling like Max Scherzer in years past. Like, okay, for Matt Olson, that's fair or something like that. But it's yeah. like dudes that are like on one off years that I've never really heard of or that are just like <laughs> middle of the pack guys. And I was like, I would have traded you somebody for 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 Matt Olson, but none. Of, I was like, none of my pitchers were rated as high as his pitchers that he got. But at the same time, like those guys still like, I wouldn't count on those guys going down the stretch. Maybe I'm just not that in depth on baseball knowledge, but like I know enough baseball to know that like those guys aren't 
established names. Matt Olson is an established name now, even if you don't want to admit it. Like he's kind of an established name. He's a thirty home run. Established. He's balling. He got thirty nine home runs. Yeah, he's 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 now like you said, he's a thirty home run guy. So he's an established name. But this year, he's having an MVP type season, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he gave up an MVP type season, Jared. He's the fourth or he was like in the top five ranked players in our league. I'm like, why are you giving that up? But somehow I'm still ahead of Johnny Juco. So, you know, I just worry that playoffs come. If I don't have, if he does 20 home runs in a week is ridiculous. Like if you get to 10 home runs a week, then you're like at a good place. You're like, you're always going to be competitive. You're going to have a chance to win. If you're getting in the teens, like low teens to mid teens, and like that's a pretty good, that's like this is like a nice good week. You're like, oh shit, I had a good week home runs. If you're getting 20 home runs, that's like amazing. That's like unheard of. Not unheard of, but that's like that's hard to do. That's like that might most most teams might get that to happen maybe once in a season. Lucky if you get it happen twice in a season. Especially in the league with 14 teams. Like we're in a 14 team league. This motherfucker got 20 home runs. 14 team league. His combination of bats is just popping home runs. <laughs> I'll turn on the computer and Zoom was doing an update today. Well, you yeah, know, mine's, my, my, my Zoom update, but it, it, it turned on while updating. Hey, Jerry, is the Pac 12 on the schedule? We can talk about it a little bit. I mean, we ain't got to go in detail, but just, just, just we got to talk a, a little bit about it because I got something I want to say. What's on the schedule, Jared? Man, I sent a link today, or I sent a uh, your iCloud link, right? I, I, I can't, yeah, I can't I open that. Nigga, get you a goddamn iPhone to stop. Yeah, man, I'm not calling the He gave up his iPhone for the reason of being he wanted to be able to be on Google Music. No, I gave it up so I can have my own memory. Your own memory. Yeah, I can put an SD card in these phones. Well, not not Samsung anymore, but it comes with a hundred and. The lowest one comes with 128 megabytes. Pedro, that's 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 backwards now. iPhones, iPhones finally got with the program now with the memory. Oh yeah, yeah what they now, got now? Now you get terabytes. What are you watching? I'm watching Dodgers versus Padres, man. These motherfuckers yesterday, Dodgers, Dodgers. It was they were down by like two going into the eighth inning yesterday, and the, uh, on Friday, and these motherfucking Dodgers scored like. 10 runs in the eighth, right? Down two and scored a 10 run. Then the following day, the opposite happened. They were up two, they're up three, and then just gave up all in the eighth and gave up everything to, I mean, the motherfuckers just throwing the balls into the dugouts and shit. Wasn't, I mean, one pitcher came in throwing straight walks. He, he gave up a hit and then two walks and they took his ass out because he walked the base slowly, right? They brought in the next pitcher. This dude come in, give up a dinker. Kiki Hernandez pick it up and throw the shit straight into the dugout, man. Yeah, I got Kike back. It's a good thing. It is. He's been he's been playing well until he threw that shit into the dugout yesterday, but that still wasn't the problem. Because then only a few runs scored. So Dodgers, it was like and then the pitcher gave up another hit. So it's like, okay, okay, Dodgers are now down one. You're up three, now you're down one. Still ain't out the inning, but it was two outs at this point. Machado's on first base, runner on third. No, nobody on third. Uh, Machado on first base because he knocked everybody else in. They catch Machado halfway trying to he didn't he was too big of a lead out, right? They they just go to first base. I mean, they they the pitcher step off the mound and Machado's like dead to right. So he starts slowly running back to first base because he knows he's about to get tagged. Pitcher throws pitcher 
you know, running them back to first slowly. Every everything's in slow motion because Machado's like, okay, I'm out. Seen this a hundred times, right? So he's just slowly, basically, almost walking back to first base. The pitcher Ferguson, who sucked all year, slowly jogging him back to first base because all he got to do is just do a little flip. He is less than five feet away from Freddie Freeman. Decides to launch the shit over about five feet over Freddie Freeman's head. Yeah, some of those guys don't know how to throw soft. Yeah, and so, I mean, he's five feet from Jared. There's no lie. Duck called me as soon as that shit happened. Duck texted me. You see this shit? Duck was so pissed. Dude, just long. That would have been the third out. Got you off the end, and you go into the top of the ninth down one. Machado messes up his hamstring, but somehow makes it all the way to third. Next guy gets a fucking base hit. Gets like a double Machado score. I mean, next thing you know, they down like eight runs, man. Mm-hmm. So everyone's like, oh, this is what San Diego needs to turn their season around. They're waiting for something like this. You beat a good team, your rival the Dodgers, and a game just everything just went right. This and that. Now they now Dodge out here. It's that them. Joe Kelly karma, yeah. Joe Man, Kelly Joe over Kelly, here. That was hilarious. Karma. I like that. I you know, I, I don't have no problem with that. That shit hilarious, man. As much as Tatis do the same shit, <laughs> that shit's hilarious, dude. Well, he threw at his head. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's, that's part of baseball. Yeah, Joe Kelly got control issues. Joe Kelly's trash. He got and they were doing issues. lip reading. And he's like, oh, yeah, fucking he's bitch a- afterwards. Fucking bitch. All right, hey, man, that's part of the game. All you got to do is just go ahead and wrap one up. Wrap no, one that's part of that. That's part of that white man's game. That's one of those unwritten rule things where they let nah. the white people intimidate people that they don't like. Man, the Latins do the same thing, man. Do the same thing. I ain't got no problem. None you know who usually calls for that, no though? An old white man bench coach. I ain't got no problem with none of it. No, I he don't, didn't, no, he didn't I, throw I, out his head. I think he was just, he was having control. As a player. Joe Kelly's always had control. Issues. Yeah, okay, whatever. You can make the excuse for him. I, he, I don't think he did that shit as a control issue. I think that shit was uh, purposeful. Now, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying that part of baseball. Him. I'm not saying that part. Well, he had to like flop on the ground and spin out, bro. But Man, um, he didn't have to do all um, that. He, yeah, he threw a little too much on that. Dude, that, he threw like a 90. One. That first 90? one, that first one makes Aaron, sense. Aaron, your Dodger fan, John, your Dodger bias coming no, out. No, right no, this ain't nothing. Yeah, I, I, I like the teach. You know, I like the teach. Who's had to teach every year in That doesn't mean anything. You still a Dodger fan before you a fan of baseball? Tatis older. So that's your man. You know me. I call it as it is, Aaron. I'm just calling you for what it looks like, bro. You got. I'm gonna keep you honest. You said I'd be looking like I'd be trying to, you know, jack ride the Warriors. I got my Warriors bias, and I'll admit when. My worst bias is like I do strong. too. No one, nah, no one ever. Nah, you, you put nah, too much nigga, on nah, it. Just because nah, you don't like, Joe Kelly. I don't like Joe Kelly. Pedro get back. Well, no, I don't. I don't even know who Joe Kelly is until I saw that, and I'm like, oh, I don't like what Joe, Joe Kelly, Kelly won the World Series with Boston. I don't like what Joe Kelly represents, Dodgers. and the other. The other we don't issues. know what he represents. Just a white guy that's up there throwing at people. Okay, that's you just a, said exactly what I don't like. What he represents—he's just a white guy up there throwing at people. Like that's what I don't like. I mean, <laughs> that's what I, he represents. That's, that's Aaron. You're just hey, proving. But the what problem I'm is, Jared. This is my problem. No, the, no, no. The, the white people have the same arguments about the Latin player. I don't like what he represents. He's up there destroying the game. No, man, that's like trash talk, man. You can do it all, man. Just do whatever you do. Yeah, but except one if actually Mar- has... Look, no, Ozuna, go look on, at huh? how many times Ozuna hit no. someone in the head with his backswing this year. A catcher in the head. Well, tell him to back the fuck up. But anyways, No, you mean scoop that, the first. Scoop no, no, the front, but that uh, but also... That, but here's the thing. There's a, there's, a, there's a contrasting difference. Apples and oranges. And he's he's allowed to be where he is in the box. The box is parametered out to where he could be as far back in the box or as far up in the box. He has to be in the box. So he has his parameters. Now, what I will say is that, you know, what I'm saying like you have a guy throwing 
a, a ball, a hard ball at 95 plus miles an hour. We saw what happened. Giancarlo Stanton was never the same after that. He, he was he was starting to like really ascend into his career. And after he got hit in the face with that fastball, which that one got away from that guy. That was like do you realize that he had an was MVP one. year after that though? No, 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 no. He's never the he same. He won the MVP after that. He's never the same. He he the shit then hit him in the face again because right now he he's no. running like an old ass uncle. No, because no, he's never been the same. He missed well, he missed the rest of that season. I thought uh, he won MVP after I don't that. believe no, he was because he was I, with the Marlins when he got hit in the face, right? He was on MVP tear that year. And no, he got man. hit in the face. Oh, I got to um, Yeah, you I don't believe right. he won. I, I right. don't believe he won MVP after that. But I will say is that he was never the same. And you thought like like he fractured parts of his face. Like he was out for months or no. Weeks. I know that's not a good thing. So so I'm saying is like you have like in in that part of the game like yeah you can do it all except one hat comes with actual real consequences throwing a 95 mile an hour fastball up in somebody's now if you throw it inside and you brush them back in their their midsection where they got to back up their hands they got to back up their body that's one thing but the first that's where it hit that's where it got them in the hands hold on you throw it up near somebody's face no i'm talking about i'm just talking about pitchers and and just he almost hit in the face Aaron. that wasn't near his hands the second pitch was the hands because i thought it caught the bat no, Aaron, Aaron, replay. Aaron, Aaron, replay. I saw replay. all I needed to see. You the one replay. that's it. Let's replay. No, no, no. Let's replay it and discuss it together. Because right now we got two different opinions, no, which is fine. That's what happens in this world. I know you're not used to it being in the Bay Area, but people have different opinions. Hold on, I'm the one who's and you know you like that's, that's not fine. it. You the one be like, no, no, this how it is. You know I don't do that. You know I do that. Like, bro, you over here. Let's take a look at it. Let's Joe Kelly. Over no, Joe Kelly is a Joe rules, Kelly white is a, man, old white man baseball standard. Man, the dude was old for three at the point, man. There was no unwritten. I'm not rules. saying that. I'm not. I'm Aaron. You think I'm saying like that caused something? This no, no. I'm just saying as a practice in baseball, that's bullshit. I don't care if you brush somebody back, but you don't throw it up near their face. Period. I don't like that shit. Especially like I understand you could brush somebody back. They crowd in the plate, brush them back a little bit, make them think that you're gonna come inside, make them honor that you will come inside. Right. I, I'm not against that. I am against throwing the ball 95 miles an hour up in somebody's face. Past their face to where they have now. to backflip to avoid being hit. And that's part of the old uh, uh, rules of baseball. Yeah, can, I, we, I, can we play the video? Kelly Tatis. I'll look it up here. Let's see if I can get it. Pedro's back now. Let's see his opinion on it. I mean, it could be wrong. I'm not acting like a hundred mile an hour fastball. Stone. Are you talking about the fight that you sent me earlier this week or something? No, not the fight. We're talking about something else. We're talking about Jim. I said, look, I didn't say I didn't say it's like a great thing that he did it. It's just it is what it is. It's part of baseball. Football has occupational hazards, so does baseball. Baseball is a ball hitting you in the face. Football happens every fucking time the ball gets snapped. There's there's still a difference. Just like like that's being like, oh well, like in football, you should then be able to trip people. It's against the rules. You don't trip them. Same no. thing. You don't. So here's here's the play. Here's here's that bat in the sequence. But here's what I'm gonna say. Like, no, like I no, I am to a certain degree, I'm okay with dudes um, you know, brushing dudes back. But you're throwing a hundred miles an hour and you're coming high and in, not just in. You come in, you can brush a dude back. You're gonna make him move his feet f- uh, and think about where he's placing his feet when you go low. In his body, you're gonna make him back his hips up. You throw it at somebody's head, they're already leaning forward, they're contorting down to be able to try and drive through the strike zone. And you're putting them in a really unsafe situation. As a baseball player, 
That's just fucked up, bro. You gonna it's play the video, up. man, so we can see it, so Pedro can see it before As you a finish your diatribe and try to try to sway his opinion. Here we go. Can Here you just go, play Pedro. it before you sway Pedro's opinion? Uh, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not trying to change the truth. I'm just spitting facts. Here we go. Padres got a run on an Outman home run in the second. Padres got two in the fourth. Now you see how low that was, Jerry? That wasn't even at the number. That was at the ladder. That was at the hands. That was not at his face, bro. I tell you, see, now you over here being silly. Pedro, where are these pitches at? Rewind it. Pedro, where are these pitches at? That one's at his hands. Where did his and head not start? even that no, close? No, stop. Where did his and head not start? Even that close. His head started right there, Aaron. You he can't put too see, much on that. See, one, Pedro, dude. Pedro, I was calling Aaron out for for lit his too much on it, dude. Lit his Dodger fandom and him being mad that the he Dodgers put too much on it, dude. To be over here defending Joe Kelly like Joe Kelly is the savior. He put, uh, I'm not defending Joe Kelly. Your boy Tatis put too much on that second one, dude. That hit his hands, dude. I don't even know. I think it was called a strike because it hit his hand. It hit his bat. It, it hit it the, the nub of the bat. It hit and the nub of the bat. So that's his hands, Jared. It hit Aaron, the bat. Aaron, no, no, stop, stop, hit, stop it, stop bat, it. Jared, Look on, at where man. his head is. You have to like the dudes. Stop. Gotta hold gotta... on, stop. You just saying stuff just to say stuff. You doing your Trump thing right now? Listen and look. Look, no, that's not. Whenever someone don't agree, they Trump. No, no, there's certain Trump. common practices. Common practices. Man, I'm, I'm, I, I don't I'm I call it Trump because I'm a Laker fan. Well, he's man. the most common person that does that, where he just won't, he, he just going to say stuff over over the, everyone else's conversation to try and sway and steer the conversation. <laughs> you already did Trump that. You said it before it started. You tried to I sway. Instead of just playing the video, you look tried at, to look sway. At, look, at, look, at, look, at, look where his head starts. Look where that ball goes. That's at his face, bro. Over near his hand, dude. That's Aaron, it. It's right look at where the, the catcher's glove goes. Look at his, where his head is. Look where the catcher's glove goes. Where his head yeah, you was. You're breaking this shit down like this is a Pruder film. Back because I'm telling left. you exactly Back what it was. To the left. No, Back no. The first one, the, the first one, the first pitch, I'm fine with. That's brush, brushing somebody back. That's brushing somebody back. There's a difference. So, okay, and, this is my question. Did and, he hit and, him, and, and, because, hit him? Because I'm calling out this, this part of this old part of the game, which is... They would do it to each other, but it's also one of those unwritten rules. This way we play the game type shit. That was also a way and a tool to punishing and keeping other players, others, the others out of the game in, his, in historical context. Got run this one. Home run in this side. is fine. Inside. Waist high. But look, Inside. You see how this fool did his back, though, Jerry? I'm not so worried about that. I'm not saying. You no, can no, say no, anything you want about Tatis. That's fine. Can you, Tatis, Can you fair. say he was putting yeah. too much on, oh, that, on that? He one. put a little bit on it. Yeah, I'm fine. That's fine. I'm not. It came That's inside. He flipped his bat up. Was like, okay, okay, but he didn't. That's do all anything. I gotta say. He put he too did, much did on he, it. Though. Did he show up? Did he show up the pitcher by looking at him and staring at him and saying something to him? Like the pitchers be like, "Don't look at me, bro. Don't look at me." No, he didn't do anything. He just said, "Okay, fuck it." He got me inside. I threw my bat up because I was like, "Ooh." He swung. It was a strike because he did come through the zone with the bat and then had to throw his hands out of the way because he was about to hit his hand. So that's a, yeah, that's how you pitch somebody inside, right? That's fine. I'm okay with that. The next pitch is a completely different thing. Tatis that Jr. thing Padres came where his head is at. Last year. Gets spilled here. Right, let's get Pedro opinion on it. Pedro, what you think? Because it's, it's all just opinion. It's not really it's opinion. Just, well, when a batter is usually on a, on a pitch, I don't know much about baseball, but I know when you get the guy off the square, the pitchers will pitch inside mm -hmm. to get, knock the guy off the square. I don't think he's going. He's not, like you said, he's not brushing his back. Like Aaron said, he's pitching high. Hey, you want to be in there? I'm gonna, I'm gonna back you off. I want you to, you know, respect the space I'm trying to throw at. That's been that's what do they call it? The uh, unwritten rule. Look how far he is. Look at his, look at his left foot in the batter box. 
He is look, crowned the play. Look at his right foot in the batter box. He's he's, he's not. He, I've seen he's players. Play. You want to see a player? Now this is not a great angle, and I, I saw a clip on online uh, about, wait, about about how like baseball is just like fucking up. Uh, you know the the understanding and the like what people can actually see with the pitches by having it at this off centered angle. And there's a couple clubs in the league that actually you, have a you want to line angle. up. You want to line up a direct. This is the best angle to see. You want to line up directly behind the pitcher and not see shit. Can I tell you this year before against your John Con- your uh, stand argument? Stanton got hit in the face in 2014. He won the MVP in 2017. Okay, it took him three years I, to get back to that form. <laughs> you think it took him three years? Because uh, let's see, he wasn't the same. He was shook. Now the he year, still okay, was the year, the year after he, he got in the face. <laughs> He balled out too, Jared. Mm-hmm. He said he's still productive, but he still looked like he balled out. I mean, no, like, I, like, was, I agree with you. I agree with you. He if was you on hit a me trajectory. In the, you hit me in the face in two. Th- yeah, he was on trajectory that year. He was doing right. Aaron that Judge year, type stuff. That's that what he year, was like. He was it was on like, the trajectory to dominate. You were right that year. I give it to you. The next year, the next year it looked like he wasn't recovered. You're right. The next couple of years, he, he was down. That next year, especially, he still made the All Star game. But I mean, he had 27 home runs. He only had 74 hits. I guess he did it all in the first. He must have got hurt again because he only did it in the second he half. Got, he season. probably got hurt again. More than likely got hurt again. He only got hurt again because he made the All-Star game, but he ended with, with 27 home you. runs. I'm watching, no, only Juan played 74 Soto, games. watching Juan Soto live right but now. In, in, He's in the middle of the battle. the year after that. Yeah, that's Juan yeah, Soto. He, now, Juan Soto crowds the plate. Now, you want to talk about somebody? Juan Soto. <laughs> I Jose didn't hear, you didn't hear what I said. I was watching him live. He was in the middle of the battle box. The battle box. <laughs> he was basically standing I'm, over I'm, watching, no, I'm watching. Who's this up now? He's in the middle of the battle box. If you show what? this picture, look how close he is Machado. to the base. That's Machado. Yeah, look look how close he is to the base. Um, compared to Batista, uh, not Batista. Is that Batista? Yeah, yeah. yeah this dude Tatis. far. Yeah, Tatis. yeah, yeah. Machado's Tatis. far Tatis, away from the number one. If you look at Tatis's back foot, it is in. <laughs> it is right on about the the line of where the closest third would start. He's not even in that corner. You he is leaning of, over, but look where he's leaning. He's leaning, leaning over, Jerry. You guys, you guys. I'm just like, Aaron, Pedro, y'all played more. Look, I didn't uh, play I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I didn't say this. play baseball. Y'all, I'll be the yeah, first yeah, one to yeah. admit that. Y'all, y'all play more football and basketball to me. So when it comes to certain things about basketball, I'm going to say, you know what? Y'all got more experience. Well, I need you That's, to teach me. I might argue you. This is not teaching me. Dude, I used to be both feet up on the line of the box. Okay, he was and, both feet on the line. Yeah, how the hell were you crowding the plate that I much? Won, I won defensive MVP. I, I was like, I'm too late, man. Baseball league when I was Pedro, six, seven years old. Pedro, that's a T-ball league. That's a T-ball league. Don't you start telling me. Best defensive player in La Mirada, California. You went from MVP to best defensive player, which was a both. Hey, you got to give credit, Jerry. La Mirada had to have some talent because it was in between. It was closer to Orange County. But probably had some LA people there. Was, it, was the the, ta- the talent they pride themselves on? Their kids knew how to wipe their ass at the age of six, like or five or six. Like, is that what the talent was? Because it show wasn't no good baseball. Look, look, I don't give a fuck where you are. Can when I you tell you this? Five here. or six years I old. I do. I'm with not you. Be good I'm with you. I don't like players getting hit by pitches. I don't like Tatis getting hit by pitches. I don't even like Joe Kelly. He's kind of a dick. He's he should have stayed. He's perfect for Boston, to be honest. He mm-hmm. won. He balled out in that World Series where they beat the Dodgers. 
And then the Dodgers turned around and overpaid his ass. And I was pissed about that. So this ain't yeah. no love affair with Joe Kelly out of all people. I just thought it was an interesting moment. It was good. I mean, Tatis is one of those people that 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 break the unwritten rules and talk a lot of shit. And and Joe Kelly's one of those people that also everybody hates Joe Kelly. White people, black people, every color person hate Joe Kelly. And I understand. Right. Especially mm. everybody in the MLB hate Joe Kelly. And I totally understand. Well, I'm, all I'm saying is that I don't like the unwritten rule where you where it's but still seemingly acceptable. Here, you see, I'll say you this. see he's seemingly over two right acceptable. there, Jared. It wasn't like I'm, he I'm, came up and popped I'm not. I don't care about that. He could be like it would make more sense. But if that's usually when it happens, though. Jared. It it's like a retaliation, sense. right? It would make it's more usually sense. a retaliation. But Aaron, you can retaliate in other ways other than throwing at somebody's head. No, I, one. I don't think it's number right, two, but I'm saying I don't I, think it was retaliation. I, I still don't like the retaliation. Good. There's retaliation. Like Retaliation is if like somebody like hit your player, one of your best players, for some bullshit reason, right? Then you get th- somebody back, right? I get that. That happens in baseball, and you usually hit them in the butt in the back. These guys, <laughs> like, I'm going to tell you this. Playing baseball and being able to throw a consistent strike is what makes you able to even make it to, like, playing a decent level of like high school age travel ball making it to college you have to have either ridiculously be able to just to throw hard but you still got to be able to throw it into a strike zone which is about a three foot square right you know how to throw a ball any baseball player that played a lot of baseball when like we're like doing something i want to like it's like hey who do you want to have you throw you something you're gonna be like the baseball player because they know how to throw and control where that thing is going to go, especially if it's not like, you know, too big. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, but like there's a like as a baseball player, you you throw the ball thousands, hundreds or tens of thousands of times over your career. Thousands to tens of thousands of times. OK, yeah. that's like doing a layup thousands of times. You know that like it's not like, oh, shit, it went off the top of the backboard on this layup. No. No, <laughs> nobody's fouling him. Nobody's hacking him. There's no reason for his layup not to be. This is the layup. I know how to throw it in where I need to throw it. in. now you could be like, hey, we're going to throw it inside. But still, they know how to throw it in a small box. They know how to throw it with accuracy on a like 60 to 70 percent accuracy rate down in this spot, in this box. Now, every once in a while, yes, it can't get away from you. I don't I don't. You disregard the fact that even the best players, the ball can get away from them sometimes. Even the most, even the most well-thrown players, the ball can get away from them sometimes. But my yeah. the odds of it getting away up near somebody's face typically is uh the it's a greater odd that they're doing that on purpose than it is to be like, oh, that one got away. And you could tell when it gets away from a dude. There's a difference. There's a difference between you see his posture and where he's throwing. He's letting that motherfucker go. And he knows he's throwing it high and really far in. He's going up and in. Now, now it's not as bad because he still kept it. It wasn't the most egregious up and in at somebody's face I've seen. But it's enough for me to be like, I still don't like that shit. That's not cool. That's some bullshit. And they need to get that shit out of the game. I'm sorry. They won't because that's that's one of the notes that makes baseball unique is their unwritten rules, which, you know, you have the the, the lack of time limit. You have the inning style format. You have, I'll tell you, you know, something saying, right all now, that. Jared, I'll tell you something right now. It's, it, it's a lot of celebration in baseball. I just watch this dude hit a base hit and then he's celebrating the base hit. Yeah, that big celebration. Is, what is going on, man? If you he's get a base hit, you're supposed to be disappointed. It wasn't a home run. Celebrated. He did celebrate that base hit. I'm like, oh, man. It wasn't even like, it wasn't even like the well, score's not it? even close. Who's the guy? It was this Latin it? dude on the Dodgers. What's his name? Rojas or something? He's the bottom. Oh, he's a he's steals guy. That, isn't he like a steals guy? 
He's nah, about, he's, he's about to steal some bases. He's like, like the bottom now I of get the, to go to work, bro. I love getting on base. Hitter. He's I love getting on base because that meant I get to go to work now. I get to impact the game on a secondary level and a level where it's not like you know, it's not like football. It's not like bat, or maybe kind of like football in different ways. Like you can you can influence a play as like a safety or running a false route. But like as a base runner, if you're a good base runner, which I was back in my prime, you know, I used to run that four two forty, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, obviously, like, you're scared of pitches getting pitched into you though. No, I wasn't afraid to get because I was short and quick enough to be able to like get out of the man, way. The way and you nobody, fight, the way nobody, you fight Miss Joe Kelly, man, that tells me you probably lined up on also, the outside nobody, line of the box. Nobody I was playing against. Jason. I'm a tell nobody Jason. I was playing against Aaron was throwing a hundred miles an hour. I'm gonna tell Jason, man, Jared probably lined up on the outside line of the batter's box. No, nope. I was leadoff the, hitter, the, bro. You I, probably my job lined was up to get back on base. outside. The like, problem is I had bad people behind me. There's one good bat that had bat third, and then everyone else was like bad. Like second batter was like this kid, like never had anybody that could like. A hit for a lick behind me. Our fourth, our fourth hitter couldn't. Uh, we were bad. We had me and this other dude were on the team. That was that was the team basically. Like it was other people and other bodies, right? You got to feel. Yeah, nine people on the field, whatever. Like, There's other people playing, but like I would get on base and like if I didn't steal, I was probably gonna be at like it was gonna be a strikeout and the, and then other batter came up and like hopefully I'll be able to like you know what I'm saying steal or do something get you know score, but. I had to hope my second batter wouldn't make contact. So just I was like, just take pitches. This is how bad our second batter was. I was like, just take pitches. Give me a chance to steal. That's I was like, just give me a chance to steal. And I didn't steal as much as I should have. But like later in the year, my coaches, I found out like, coach said you got a green light whenever you want. I was like, I would love for him to tell me that personally because I'm sitting here waiting for him to give me a steal sign. Wondering why this, you know, this motherfucker ain't going to hit behind me. You know, this motherfucker can't hit. The best he's going to do is hit a grounder to a shortstop. Or second baseman, and I'm gonna be out, and his slow ass ain't gonna do nothing. Come on, that's so. You, so you trying to you trying to say your coach should have told you that? If you he should, if you try to say he never told you that, he didn't tell me. No, mm. no. I one of my one, one of my teammates told me. And I was like, Coach, I have the green light. Whenever he's like, Yeah, and I was like, You never told me, bro. Like I'm trying to be a good leader. I'm trying to like you know I pay attention to the to the to the uh, to the uh, what is it the 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 third base coach when he's out there giving my signal. You know whether I'm a stick or what I'm gonna steal, or if we're doing some kind of bunt, like that would do a bunt and run. That was like the extent where I'm like, is oh, he's gonna give me the steal sign maybe, or it's gonna be a bunt run, or this guy's gonna ground out. Hopefully he strikes out and takes a few pitches so I can so I can get that steal sign from him. But like, so I should have just been stealing all year long, anytime I wanted. Once I got on base, I should have just been like, you know what, I'm going on first. I don't give a fuck. Like Ricky Henderson, my boy. This sound, like, this sound like that story Duck told me when Duck said he played Little League and he knew that the catchers weren't good at throwing the ball to the and, and even though it was an unwritten rule, he said, but his coach was this dude that didn't care about the unwritten rules, so he told him to steal every time the ball was being thrown back to the pitcher. And he said, he's like, every time we got a walk or a base hit, we basically was basically we might as well just went to second because every pitch we were still when the ball was being thrown back to the pitcher yeah every 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 uh every See, that's where your up. unwritten rules start in baseball jerry it don't start it didn't start in major leagues it started in little league in high well, schools i don't know about that it started with old white men that's what i remember it's probably from 1910 to 1920 well they were the only ones that were like like unwritten rules fighting to make sure that they were the only ones to play the game like they were oh, no they didn't fight that was easy they they had rules in place they didn't have to fight 
No, no, but they were like, we we still don't care. We yeah, we're gonna do everything we can to make sure. And if somebody dares to come and try and play a pickup game with us, we're gonna speaking be of that, Speaking of that, here's the funny thing: no one played no pickup baseball, Jerry. And speaking of what that, we're talking about sandlot like, baseball, <laughs> kids getting together playing at a park. And you watch too many damn movies. Yeah, but that wasn't that pick, was a but, thing, bro. And, and let me tell you about sandlot baseball. You let black people play because you needed to have more people to play. Not a second like basketball era. where you can go two on two. Maybe in maybe in a couple neighborhoods in the Bay Area, Jared. Come on, man. See, here's a, I'm, no, I'm I, I'm all saying su- all of a sudden the Bay Area. I can't through, speak on anything from Jim the 1920s because I didn't live it either, Aaron. The Bay but Area also, went through Jim Crow laws in the 1980s. You can learn about it. The, I didn't know the Bay Area went through Jim Crow in the mid 80s, Jared. Uh, but here's the crazy thing. I'm not talking so about my time. I'm not talking about I'm talking about early on in the formations of baseball and all this lore. That's what Why I'm the hell about. are you talking about the formation, man? We because that is what base. That's what has baseball. It's the last thing that baseball has going for it is the fact that, hey, it is not as popular as other sports anymore. There are new sports that are overtaking it in popularity. That's what already baseball, been to overtake it. I, I, that's what I'm saying, Aaron. So what is the, one of the last things that, that really keeps baseball relevant? What keeps baseball relevant? It's history. It's pride in its history. It's pride in its stats. It's pride in its legends. So Why'd you play I'm, so much then if you hate it so much? I grew up playing baseball. More baseball base, games there was a else. lot of there was a lot of black people playing baseball when I came up. Man, baseball was, was something that I played. Playing baseball what are you talking about? Up. You look at the numbers of when when I was no, more I was, than now, a yes. child, it was like night and day. There's man, like you probably less, had about five, it's single five digit percentage of black players in baseball now. When it was double it was digits. single digit, it was single digit by nineteen eighty. Look it up. Right, well, okay, when we go, when we call in your prime baseball years, 1989, right? The A's winning it. I'm talking about anywhere from, yeah, 87 through 95. Right, how old were you in 87? Uh, 87, I was three years old. <laughs> I was watching baseball. I was watching baseball as, like, my brother played baseball. I was going to baseball games. I watched baseball. We watched baseball on TV. The A's so were you actually, 87. The A's were actually good. Hey, weren't so, you like, four years old in 87? 80, I was three. I said I was three. All right, so let's go eighty nine. Let's go eighty nine. Your prime baseball years, eighty nine. You was, you you was, you was five years old. They's won it, right? Mm-hmm. Wait, you had to be first grade, right? Were you first grade? Because I was in eighth I was grade. I was in eighth first grade. grade. I don't remember. You were first grade because the well, the World Series when the A's won it started my eighty nine. I was in eighth grade. That was eighth grade year. That was in eighth grade. So you was in, you was at least seven years younger. You was in first grade. So let, let's count that first grade. What was the percentage of African Americans? But anyway, let me let me tell you about this weird thing I was looking up on Twitter. So I'm on Twitter the other day, yesterday, and people are throwing up all this stat talking about how I guess when, during Babe Ruth time, if a home run was hit, if it, it if you hit a home run and it was on the inside part of the foul pole. But it bounced it like it went out the stadium and then bounced to the right of the foul pole that it wasn't declared a home run. And then they started saying also back in Babe Ruth days, if there's a runner on base and they were down and the score was tied. And so basically he hit seven home runs when the run was tied. Right. When the, when the score was tied and as soon as the run crossed the plate, it's considered over. So he only got rec, uh, rec, uh, credit for doubles on those. And I'm like, what kind of bullshit is this? Let me go to the comments, right? They're like, Babe Ruth got cheated out of so many home runs. Some dude did the stat. was like, he only, that only happened seven times to him, right? Total of with the, with the ground rule, the ball bouncing to the left, uh, to the right of the foul pole and the, the, him, the run scoring. When it was tied, it only happened a total of seven times. And they were like, I thought people were going to be defending Babe Ruth. There was like three people defending him and about hundreds just going off on him. Like, yeah, Babe Ruth. Yeah, I, I like to see show how Tony 
Shanghai Tony playing back then when the pitcher, the fastest pitcher threw 75 miles an hour, right? They're yeah. like, with no changeup, no good changeup, nothing, nothing of that. And then they talked about how the porch was only it was only 215 feet when he played in, in right field at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, you had regular ass white dudes playing against and other then, regular ass. And white then here's dudes. the crazy thing. The craziest thing that was that I didn't know this. So if the ball bounced and then went over the field, it was considered a home run. Did you know that there was no ground rule double? They See? called that a home run. They're like, how many home runs he got off of that? Somebody was doing some stat digging to try to figure that out. They were like, I guaranteed he he will lose at least 50 on that alone. Yeah. Right? Babe, Babe Ruth was a was an octoroon, too. You know he's black. The computer. Another idea stolen from the black man. Yeah, that's what people say. I mean, I don't know. I really don't care. I just thought I don't count. I don't Whenever count somebody has some baseball. like some like mild angle of blackness that's been associated to them, or they might be questionable. I just call them octoroon. That's my thing now. I don't uh, even know if that's a real thing. I think I read it in a book once. For me, All right, Aaron, how many baseball how many didn't count players, to me? What was the percentage of black players um, in baseball? Uh, uh, hold on, hold on. Uh, per decade. Okay. Baseball demographics. I got it right here. Oh, this is okay. Here we go. Uh, let's look at nineteen. So nineteen forty-seven. Of course, there was a point nine, right? All right. So let's go. Let's go by decade. Let's go nineteen fifty-seven. It was point six six point seven percent. Then, and the start of the sixties was the jump. Nineteen sixty-one nine point seven, and then we hit double digits, right? Mm-hmm. By 1970, 14.6. Mm-hmm. That's still low, Jared. Uh, 1974, 70. Okay, reached its high in 1975 at 18.5. Mm-hmm. No, 1981, reached 18.7. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's go to 89 with our magical year. And Jared was five, 16.5. What is it at current day? 16.5 and the Latino. Let's add a little Latino to it because you know there's a couple of black Latinos in there that you know Mariana Duncan. I always thought I well, always that's, just, that's expanded. I threw, I threw Mariana Duncan in there, right? Come on, 11.6 was Latino, okay? But no, but I'm talking but about right now, Americans 18.7 current current right. day, current day. Right, it was 16.5 and 89. Current day, just go current to 2010 and then do to do, do I, current I, they only did this stat to 2016, it was 6.7 and it's dropping. So it's dropped by two thirds over Let's the time. current day. Let me put in current day. If not more, it's like two thirds of what it was when I was coming up, which. What was the number when you was coming up? You said it was uh, 16 or 18. It was 18? Uh, 16. 16. Okay. 16. High 18, 18 was 18 was as high. Okay. So, so it's dropped to now two thirds less than when it was at its peak, but let's say like almost two thirds also from when I was, you know, really forming into baseball and seeing baseball uh, and we seeing have 6.2 a lot of, right now and, and some of the best players in baseball like consistently there were black best players in baseball so there's still black best players in baseball 6.2 uh, a lot 6. of them 2. uh speak uh spanish and uh don't no, claim i mean, they, uh, I mean mookie betts uh yeah, mookie, tim, yeah, mookie anderson, betts. tim anderson okay don't get tim anderson is not <laughs> tim anderson is not having a good season tony la russa might have ruined him and that entire team some Let's people just don't say some people don't have good seasons. And yeah, you know what? Nah, Every now and then, there's just... a team that everyone thinks going to be great. They're young. They got all these great prospects in every sport, and they just don't work out. Yeah. And it just don't work out. And, I mean, you know, we've seen it in football. We've seen yeah. it in basketball. 
No, but Tim Anderson like is good. He's he's been good. It's I know. That, no, I'm saying the White Sox are just that team where it just didn't work out. We, it didn't work out because I, would, I blame Tony Larusa. Remember, when oh, we he didn't help about it. How he didn't help was, it. That was one of the worst things they could have done is hired Tony Larusa for he a team that's help. young, full of color, and and presumably vibrant I players. Agree. You have Liam Hendricks, who's a character and talks a lot of shit. You got uh that that's a white dude. He's Irishish though, right? Shout out to my Irish brethren and Patty. I'm glad you liked the episode. Uh, have a beer with Pedro before he gets deported. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, other than that, but like I'm just saying, um, what was I talking about? I'm a little high right now. I can tell. You were Ooh. talking about. You were talking about man. Uh, your boy coaching the White Sox. Right oh, there. totally. Yeah, that was bad. Is like, yeah, he had Liam. Hendricks. I mean, they, they, but, but they, we still don't know if they were gonna pan out. Let's be real. It no, still, but I think it was still. It was I think still with those bats. But remember, there was stuff where, like, you know, there was no. He stuff fucked that came over out. a catcher. He fucked, he fucked over, over a catcher. He came out and did support his players when yeah. there was a dispute over some unwritten rules bullshit. He didn't back his players up. I agree. And like that, 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 like he's he's kind of a shitty dude. You know, hearing him talk, he's just kind of a shitty guy. He oversaw that was steroids. Your manager. I'm 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 not saying that I didn't enjoy that night the the 1988 through like 92 A's in that iteration of baseball. That was an amazing time in baseball. But I will tell you one thing is that Tony Larusa oversaw some foul shit with Jose Canseco and Mark McGuire as that as we're learning. But you know who they did have on that team? Dave Henderson, Willie McGee, Ricky Henderson, Dave Stewart. I just named five black players that were on that team. Five black players that were... Wait, 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 wait. Name those five black players again. Ricky Dave Henderson. Stewart. Dave Stewart. Dave Henderson. Dave Henderson. Harold Baines. Was Harold Baines on that team? Yeah, Willie McGee played for him. Yeah, but he wasn't on that team. Willie McGee did He's on one him. of those teams. He's on 91. Don't forget Dave Parker. Dave Parker. Oh, yeah. Dave Henderson, Dave Parker. Uh, there's uh, maybe, someone no, else. Maybe, you missing maybe. somebody else. Uh, 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 no, I said Ricky and then uh, uh, Dave Stewart. There was an old ass guy that could hit, but he used to hit better when he was younger. But they had him. I forgot who he was. I don't remember. You missing somebody else? I think there is somebody else. But those were like, and those guys were everyday players. So you're seeing half of their lineup. Four to five guys on a regular basis are playing. But but, I mean, I mean, let's not just blame MLB. I mean, there's factors around. Yeah, no, and 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 it plays into the fact that basketball. It plays into my other argument, Aaron, is that basketball's popularity grew. Football's popularity grew. These sports overtook baseball as the national pastime. So what does baseball still have to hold on to for the relevance? It is their history. And a lot of the history we already all know is, you know, questionable with asterisks all over it because of different uh, parameters and systems that were in place in its sport, just like other sports, too. It wasn't like football didn't have that, you know. So I'm not saying that those things, basketball didn't have that. But they weren't as popular, and nor did they ha- nor did they play on the popularity of their history as hard as baseball does. That's my point. Oh, that's part of my this point. This argument making a lot of sense here. I win. <laughs> All right, y'all ready to start the show? <laughs> I'm just happy we're talking sports. All right, that's why Pedro ain't pitching. That's why Aaron's let, leading me down Pedro this path. Aaron's like, I'm, I'm gonna just argue with Jared. I about bet this you he cut so it too. I bet you he cut it too, Pedro. <laughs> he gonna cut. It's gonna be only like it's gonna according to people. Like, oh, you guys talk sports for thirty seconds. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the High Score 510 podcast. You can catch us at High Score 510 on the Instagram, the YouTube, and on the Twitter at Horcrux, uh, at Horcrux Hipster. Also check out, yeah, also check out our uh, TikTok page at the High Score 510. 
Um, find us, follow us. Uh, hopefully you can see some videos that don't get banned on there too. <laughs> and check out our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash highscore510. And we are here with... Uh, this is Aaron AG3 coming at you faster than Maurice John Drew's probably had the Popeye chicken. They see how big that dude look. I saw him this morning. I was like, God damn, that dude thigh. I was like, when I first saw him this morning, Pedro, before he sent out that text, that's it. You thought it was Ward Sapp. You thought that high word. Dude, I first I saw it early this morning because they were at the Browns camp. And I said, dude, this dude looked like uh, they're at the Browns or Indianapolis. I don't know. They kept jumping back and forth. They're at the Browns. And I said, damn, this dude looked unhealthy. He looked unhealthy. I was like, damn, he looked unhealthy, big. And I thought about it because they just showed the Hall of Fame with Joe Thomas. And I was like, damn, he got, he looks skinny. And then, then they cut the Marie Jones Drew talking about him. And I said, damn, he looks unhealthy. MJD over here getting big, big, big. All right. Well, here's your sound by Aaron. And I hate fuck niggas, even though I have some fuck niggas in my family. No. Got a lot of them motherfuckers. Stop it, my duty, dude. Stop it, Poochie. And if you don't want to be no fuck nigga, don't be now. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, that was almost Pedro's, but I had to give it to Aaron. I had to give it to Aaron. No, he's uh, going to give it to me. <laughs> I would have started with the girls, too. Uh, Come on. Good. All right. And we are here with everybody's sleepy captain. And truck driver. So, uh, Captain Peepunk's here to report, and I got to get off this thing at eight thirty because I got to get up early in the morning. All right. Well, here's your sound by Pedro. Last weekend, when you weren't answering my calls, I went to a party with Brian, and I went home with him, and I slept with him. Yeah, I know what happened. Plan this all out. What do you mean you planned it out? Well, Brian bet me a 50 bucks and a pack of cigarettes. What? That he could sleep with you. So now I'm down 50 bucks and a pack of cigarettes. Fake ass shit, Jared. Fake ass. Shit. <laughs> yeah, that's fake, but. RIP Jerry Springer. The way she looked, she's about worth 50 bucks in a pack of cigarettes. That's <laughs> what I'm saying, man. He he would have been better just betting Brian, just hey man, I just man, why don't you sleep with her and I'll and I'll and I can keep the pack of cigarettes. <laughs> I'll give you the 50 bucks to go sleep with her. I keep the pack of cigarettes. Yeah, stupid. Uh, all right. And my name is Jared aka DJ Art with two T's for a double dose of that tink tink. The D is silent, so it's just chart. And shout out to Vince McMahon and wrestling for always having no chill segments like this. You may not realize this, but you're an African-American. And everybody knows that African-Americans are attracted to Canadian white women with broken noses. <laughs> Is that Trish Stratus? I think it might have been. <laughs> I, I wonder... I wonder if was well, what year was this? Because I wonder if uh, Patrice O'Neill wrote all those Jim McMahon um, uh, lines he had. The one-liners, you know, Patrice O'Neill used to write for the WWE. 
Oh, Jesus. And it sound, <laughs> sounds like all those jokes when he said, what's up, my nigga? That sounds like some um, Patrice O'Neill was like, hey, hey, let's push the line. I yeah. think that was him right doing those rights. It might have been. Yeah. Dude, this is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I miss those days. I miss those days of sport. Or wrestling, that is. Um, uh, well, in news this week, in news, uh, Mia Khalifa is on the hunt for rings again and spit some game on TikTok talking that shit about how she is going for the GOAT. Here's a video. Oh, hold on. I got to share it. Sorry. I thought I was still sharing it. Oh, we're comparing stats. Baby girl doesn't know that I am Tom Brady at this game. Married at 18, divorced at 21. Second marriage. Married at 25, divorced at 28. Third engagement. Engaged at 29, ended it at 30, but I kept the ring. I'm still keeping Tom Brady on his toes. We should not be afraid to leave these men. We are not stuck with these people. Marriage is not a sanctimonious thing. It is it is paperwork. It's something it's 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 a commitment you make to someone. But if you feel like you're not getting anything from that commitment and you're trying, you got to go. You got to go. You have to go. I know it's difficult to fill out paperwork and to make appointments and to do all of these things, but this is your fucking life. Do you want to be stuck with someone? It's, period. Do you want to be stuck with a work? <laughs> I love how she's holding the blunt in her hand, like doing all that disgusting. Now, that would be called a joint, a joint, a joint, a joint, a joint. Well, it was look kind of brown. It's a joint. It's a raw, probably a raw paper with a crutch. It's a joint. But yeah. Anyways, yeah. Uh, so, uh, what do you guys think about Mia Khalifa? Is she the goat of collecting them rings? Man, I'll be honest. I, I, I what she said wasn't that bad. I just don't. You know, it's one of those things where you sometimes you don't have the best messenger. The message is good, but not the messenger. It's one of those. The message is wrong. I'm just trying to figure out how fast she decides to get engaged and marry people. You know, here, that you know might be funny? a part of the issue here. I'm like, I think that's she ignored the, the entire front part of the situation, being like, just <laughs> marry who you want, just do the paperwork. I'm like, the well, like <laughs> she's marrying for dating, right? She did the first one at 18, yeah. divorced by what? What was it, 19 or 20? And then the, yeah. second, the second one, was that the 2021? I remember, was she married to that one or was that the engagement? I don't know. That might have been the married 20. All I know is that she's been engaged yep. three times and she three of them married. have not worked out. Two she of them married I think, in were... 2020 to uh I remember she was dating this dude. She would throw it all over social media. Oh, she probably got that kids. COVID, that quarantine marriage because well, she, no, she was she was dating him before. He was a uh, uh before before the pandemic. She was dating him for a while. I mean, they dated for a long while because he was like a a chef out in Sweden or some shit. And she would just blow it up. You know, she she used to need attention and show up at every fucking sporting event in Florida. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, remember, she had like her. Well, she was still like only Sweden. 20, 21 years old, 23. Yeah, years I old. guess. I guess. She, was still like she young, married yeah. that dude. And, and, and the cra- craziest thing, I remember her arguing like that was when she came out. Remember, you played on the show. She came out asking people are trying to get all her porn offline because her, her fiance was having her boyfriend was having a hard time with it. It was that dude. 
It was that dude. That was the dude that was having a hard time with it and this and that. And it's like, come on, man. Obviously, he he dated a porn uh, an ex-porn star. He don't have the he ain't got the he ain't had the chops for it. You knew that wasn't gonna last. Yeah. 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 Uh, what do you think, Pedro, about uh her regular marriage uh history? Um, you know what? Like, you know, the people that tell the truth the most are pimps and hoes. They always tell the truth. And that's what I admire by them. Um, they they continuously tell the truth. I only listen to pimps and hoes, okay? <laughs> when it comes to real life stories. But she's got too many, she can't give marriage advice with that many bodies at all. Well, she's got she got Would you body call that marriage talk. advice though? She was well, taking I mean, well, advice yeah. was walk away when you when you want to. Well, yeah, yeah. Don't need to stand if you're not getting what you want. That's not but bad. If you, I, I don't know if she should be the messenger for that. Um, because she's got too much she's she has too much soul. She snatched too much soul off of uh, people. Um she's not a person that's, that has morals there and it, She's she's a professional. Now, just because she had sex on camera, don't mean she has less morals, man. Yeah, she did. That that, you know, I don't care. No, no, no. That no. was a job, Pedro. No, That's a job. Aaron woke side is coming body. out. Yeah, no. When you let somebody in your body that much, and I don't care. She if wasn't in it that long, man. She probably had. I'll be honest. She probably had less sex than some of those women you went to high school with. You man. know what, y'all? We need to stop the show real quick right now. I don't know what it is. Some maybe it's about people that have had extensive important time in LA or whatever. Aaron is defending Mia Khalifa right now. As we're as we're talking about this right now, Aaron is defending. Let me just reiterate to all our, especially our longtime listeners. I love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Y'all are dope. Um, keep rocking with us. Keep rocking with us. Um, we need to stop. Just take a moment. You know, everyone take a moment. It's a, a, a silence. You know, just like a moment. Just breathe. You know what I'm saying? Like we should we we need to like look at this moment, uh, almost like we're saying Grace at a funeral, uh hey, on a turkey well, I, dinner. Uh Aaron <laughs> is defending Mia Khalifa right now. So that's because that's Pedro where it's making at. this argument that she like against people morals and and and, and soul and soulless. She a hoe sex and money. Mm-hmm. Having sex and money. There's there's people who are married to people and have sex with their husband that they don't love, Pedro. You know what? Guess what? Guess situation. what? Guess what? Guess what? Aaron, you're right. Now, I'll, I'll take that back. Y'all still some hoes. Y'all still hoes. I don't believe, because look, y'all know the, know the stuff. I don't believe, I really don't believe in, like she said, that, that paper, getting that paper, getting married. I believe once a whole, I think those type of people, maybe I'm talking about the wrong thing here. Um, I just feel like those the people that are in that industry when they talk about relationships, it really irks me. Like you don't have we have a relationship to the game. You don't have a relationship with a person. That's that's all I'm saying. I, I feel like everything's out of context when you talk when um hookers are talking about uh um the relationships and how to you know go about life and things i feel like this it's like a cheat because they got the cheat code well, i think there you is know, relevance they're, they're in a fantasy i think well, yeah, i do agree with aaron though i think that you know sex work is something that is accept should be acceptable more widely acceptable yeah. you can still be a hoe you can still be a slut but you can also you know what i'm saying like the same way that people are allowed to monetize whatever their talents are or what they you know what they're passionate about or what what fits their 
what their their paradigm like the moralization of the female body and the human body is is it's part of our culture in different ways so i i understand the the give and take but i i still think especially this day and age as we are getting past some of those stigmas like sex work is should be work. a viable way of work for people if they it's choose work. to like if you choose to go work in a field and pick cotton with your docky hands like that's your that's work that you probably good at because it's in your blood right that's, that's terrible <laughs> i got a lot more morals than some of these other people i just got way more racist on pedro to pedro <laughs> i was trying to think what you would say pedro i'm sorry i'm big bonded i'm heavy structure i'm hung low if I pull my shit out, this whole room get dark. I don't know. But at the same time, she's still a hoe. <laughs> she's telling the truth. But I think there's a spectrum of like the the detachedness of, you know, intimacy and a relationship um, in that way versus the people who are like super sanctimonious or like super like about like you find one person and you the first person you ever have sex with is you're going to be your husband. And you're going to have a baby and you're going to love that baby till all time and eternity, you know? And God will see you through any struggles and challenges with that baby. You will have that baby. You will not cheat on your man. You know, so. Um, but you have those two different poles of the of the of the spectrum or or two considerable poles of a spectrum. You got the whole the whole end. You got the uh, regular sex gospel evangelist uh, end of the spectrum. And then you have Pedro. <laughs> the regular sex end of the spectrum. Yeah. So, That's but right. I get it. But I, I do agree with you, Pedro. I, I wouldn't, like, if I'm somebody, I'm not a woman, so I can't speak on, like, you know, that experience. But, like, as somebody just, like, generally going to speak on the relationships, I'm not going to be taking as much from her. I'll be like, she might make some good points, but at the same time, I'm asking no, the question, all like. Her point, Jerry, all her points are valid. Okay, yeah. I'm not gonna take. Um, I, I've, I've told I don't think she said nothing wrong. I told like when we in those discussions with women, I always tell them, "Hey, instead of running this game, if okay, I'm just gonna settle. No, go after the if you want a nigga with a nine inch dick, go ahead and get a nigga with a nine inch dick. Big black okay? nigga dick. If that's what's gonna make you happy." Don't if you want somebody to drive Mercedes Benz and blah blah blah, go after that dude. Right, go after that. That's what you like. That's the only way you're gonna be happy. Go after that. If you you don't want no bus drivers like they they were saying this this fall or I'm sorry this spring when they was talking about the, the whole thing that went viral, go at you a rich nigga. Good luck finding one because it was all on PPP loans. Oh, wasn't that, uh, isn't that a movie on Tubi that has something called PP? What was it called? PPE yeah. out? No, no, PPPs all out or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Well, wasn't that what that, that movie you were telling me about the other week uh, with the, the, the blind dude and the special and the, and the dude with... No, no they just didn't get no, that government that was, checks. They didn't get that government checks, but weren't they also kind of scamming for the government checks? Something was a scam, I thought. I mean, yeah. well, the fact the blind man was driving was enough of a scam. <laughs> Neither of them had disability in that movie. That was that was that was like the uh, usual suspects, like a uh, turning moment, that big reveal when when the Kevin Spacey turned into Kaiser Sose, and uh, like both them dudes was obviously you know hustling each other and the government, and they both took each other's hustle for real. That's how good of hustles they were. 
Boom, mind blown. Tubi, shout out sponsorship. I got ideas for y'all. Make your movies better. Anyways, um, all right. Well, thank you, Mia Khalifa. Shout out sponsorship. Come on our show. We'd love to talk to you about, you know, hoeing. Um, just hoeing. That's all. You're the only thing I wanted to know about. Just hoeing, Mia Khalifa. And according to Aaron, you're not all that great at it. But you can come on the show and talk about it. So I'm fine. Yeah, let's get you on the show. So uh, there's a formal call out. Any of our fans out there, please shout out, tag Mia Khalifa, tell her to come on High School 510 because we love defending her and also wondering how it is that she can hold like a dead fish. Nah, see, the problem is Pedro's Christian background keep forcing him to say crazy shit. You the one who said she has sex like a dead fish or a d- sed- sedated panda. <laughs> I said pandas <laughs> had sex better than her. You gotta you have to play that sound bite because you over here misquoting me. I said who I would rather watch. I didn't say she had it like something. Maybe I did. Man, I don't know what I said. Man, I, I don't think I went that bad on me. I'm taking it. You make me sound worse. I'm taking it all back. I want everybody to watch Mia Khalifa tape, and that's how you have regular sex. <laughs> Get back to regular sex. I think you make it bad, Jerry. I think you're making it sound bad. I might have said she has sex like a Mormon, but I don't think I went that far. Uh, you said like a dead fish at one point when you Mormon against her. And a Mormon wife, not like the Mormon. When the Mormons are young having sex, they have you didn't use sex. descriptors. You t- yeah, he was going off yeah, on her. So. I don't know. Hey, but but like but me. Mia Khalifa, you have a new supporter. Aaron has has turned a new leaf in life. Maybe I mean, maybe she's pretty. Him. I mean, look at her. She's pretty. I mean, <laughs> Aaron. Her, her Aaron fingers might over, smell like burnt blunt, but it's, it's Aaron got over his twelve steps of uh, grief and anger. He was in the anger stage of like being mad at Mia Khalifa for not. Putting, up, putting out enough contact or being as good as he would like her to be since he thinks she's cute. And so if you don't know Aaron right now, um, Aaron's up here at altitude. If y'all don't know, Aaron got the sugar foot and the cerebral palsy. No, I got sickle cell. Trade oh, sickle the sickle cell. cell my bad. My sickle cell, my sickle cell <laughs> acting up right now. His sickle cell is acting up a little bit because altitude fucks dude. He got that Ryan Clark uh, going on right now, but yeah. um, he hanging in there. I'm hanging in there doing the show from my back, baby. But right now he's laid up on the couch with the mic rested right over his I'm mouth. laid up more than Heather Hunter in the early 90s. <laughs> hey, shout out to Heather Hunter's sponsorship. Uh, I'm, laid up, like Lisa, I'm yeah, laid up like Lisa Ann after a college basketball game. Laid up. Shout right, out no, no, you Right now you looking, you looking about as active and laid up like Mia Khalifa. Yeah, that's true. I'm looking dead fishes right now. <laughs> Mia Khalifa. Shout out to Mia Khalifa. The point sign? Mm-hmm. You want to come on the show? Uh, we'll, we'll, you can uh, call in. <laughs> like, I think... The, the, who have who has sex better? Mia Khalifa or pandas? Probably pandas. <laughs> I'm going to vote for pandas. Pandas usually have someone doing all the work for them. I'm still voting for pandas. <laughs> I would rather watch pandas have sex. I mean, best in what way, though? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Always. Always? Okay. Always. I'd rather watch pandas. You could tell me it's a panda porn and it's just sitting there eating bamboo. It'll be better than watching me and believe them. You know what? No, I was tired. Remember, she kept she kept ranking number one when you go uh, in the P-Hub thing. See, I didn't even know that was a thing in P-Hub, Aaron, until you told me that. So like, that just tells the levels of this game that, that we are. It used to be. I mean, who go on P-Hub now? So say you sold out for money. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. Well, uh, in other news, 
Ron DeSantis uh, had a great night out with Ron uh, and having a beer with Ron night last week where he had uh, 30 people show up to have a beer with Ron. The price of admission, $1. (laughs) (laughs) What do you guys think about Ron DeSantis trying to throw a fundraising campaign in New Hampshire and having tickets be $1 to come to the event to have a beer with Ron and only selling 30 tickets? This man he ain't even in touch with the regular races. <laughs> he can't get regular races to uh, get on his team. He's ridiculous, man. It's I, like <laughs> Trump is the least funny and is willing to torch anybody. Ron Sanders is just like, I hate others, other peoples. And I will say and do and legislate things <laughs> that will make sure you know I hate you. <laughs> which I don't understand. Why do Cubans support all that crap? I, uh, I don't get it. It's people who are like, look, willing know. to look past like certain like moral or ethical beliefs or convictions or even just thoughts, honestly, because some of them don't have them anyways. They just even take the thought to even like consider it and go down that line of what it represents. They are like, nah, my economic economic interests are perceived economic, socioeconomic uh, interests and pursuits supersedes that. So fuck that. Why would he go to the most democratic, one of the most democratic states? He well, wasn't the better. New Hampshire Libertarian group. Maybe the New Hampshire Libertarian group. Got maybe it wasn't as big as he thought it was. They, <laughs> they told uh, Nina Turner to go pick cotton. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's probably a few, but the thing is, New Hampshire, go look at their voting. They usually, they're blue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Always have been. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's where he was trying to get that crowd, trying to rally him up. It's like, hey, shoot, we got some cotton. We got some cotton picking lovers up here. Uh, maybe just really want to have a beer. More support. Well, originally ticket prices started at 50 bucks a pop to get into the venue or the the bar to, you know, hang out with Ron, have beer with Ron. And then it dropped down to a dollar hours before the event because there was such or not hours, but days before the event because there was nobody buying tickets. And uh, yeah, 30 people showed up. So good times (laughs) by all the ticket prices were cheaper than the beer is basically paid a one dollar cover. A, think, like a $1 cover don't do much. Like if you got to have at least a two or $3 cover, that'll make people think, you know, you got to get to two or three bucks. Maybe a $1 cover. People are like, man, I throw a dollar away as a tip. Now I just ain't tipping. Like I'm coming in here. Yeah. $2 yeah. cover will keep some of the riffraff out of places. <laughs> right. Just $2. Just $2. That's a, that's a level right. of riffraff. You don't mm-hmm. even want to consider in your establishment. Somebody who is unwilling or unable to pay see that. $2 Negros, to get in. Man, see if Negroes <laughs> was bright and paid attention. It should have been about thirty niggas in there, but like, hey, hey, what you, what's your beliefs? Mm-hmm. They all, all should have showed up. It was in New Hampshire, Pedro. It wasn't done. Man, them niggas can drive from Brooklyn. It's up around the corner, especially them uppity Negroes that be they just right, right, right Brooklyn, there. Man. No, man, they, no, they, they ain't gonna, they ain't gonna mess up that Clark's driver from Brooklyn. I guess not, <laughs> lazy niggas. Anyways, yeah, um, like I, I get this from Sink at this Sink Uger from um from. Uh, young Turks, the Republicans need to find them a candidate and find it fast. Yeah, it's not <laughs> I don't looking know good because right he's got seven. I think what Trump has got sixty percent of the uh, Republican lead votes right now. He's tied. Trump's tied with Biden in the national polls. Apparently, I heard it's also like 
fifty percent of people would still support him if he was found guilty of all these charges. They'd be like, "Almost more, more than that." <laughs> it's that's crazy. Why gonna, like, that's why they're going to get the uh, court. They're going to have this. Yeah. Like, I hope it's televised because the, these idiots really don't know. They think that he's innocent. I was like, okay, once they once they get to court, and um, since he's innocent, all that should, he should be free, right? No, that's not how that works. They're going to see the, the, all the all the stuff that he did. It's going to be out in it's going to be out in the transcripts, and he's going to lose support. Yeah, they're going to see it through. Well, really, it's only it sounds like from the different polls, and you can't do exact metrics or math to like you know say, but you know, sixty percent or so in the sixty percent, it was like uh, among other candidates, he's winning right now. And then if he is found guilty of all these crimes, or is you know, yeah, they only drops drop. down to fifty percent of the Republican base are voting for him. So he has sixty percent. If none of this stuff happens, it only no. drops by ten percentage points potentially ish. That's still pretty crazy. He still has over fifty percent. Yeah, it's, 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 did you know that this world is how we are right now? Is we all off? We believe in irregular internet and yeah. Oh, conspiracy and now, Pedro, theory. it's all conspiracy. Yeah, I do. I do believe in a lot of conspiracy theories, and I really enjoy irregular internet, so I can't help myself. Yeah, but that's that's the majority of people. It's not just you, Jared. It's it's all the blacks. It's all the whites. It's all the racist whites. <laughs> Damn. And it's like, you said it's like Pedro, you should be a speechwriter hey. for Ron DeSantis. <laughs> yeah, it's, the way he's true. It. It's true. Y'all believe it's in the blacks, just, the whites, and everybody it, in between. It's the colors. <laughs> he's got age. <laughs> it's the colors. Just just throw up a rainbow and choose a color. They they all believe in conspiracies. All of them believe in Yeah, it's getting silly. It's like, man, we don't. We're we're over we're oversaturated <laughs> in faith. We're oversaturated in conspiracy theory. Oh, thanks, Taco Pablo. Come save me, please. I'm glad B Plus is here. Yes. Oh, Taco Pablo. Taco Pablo, we talking about Ron DeSantis having 30 people show up to beer night with Ron. And just uh, to let you know, just to let you know, Brandon, Jared likes talking about Ron DeSantis like black men in the 70s love talking about Ron O'Neill. <laughs> Who's Ron O'Neill? Exactly. Stay off, man. <laughs> uh, well, anyways, Brandon, uh, right. would you have bought a $1 ticket to, would you pay $1 uh, cover to go have a beer with Ron DeSantis? <laughs> what kind of beer they got? That's what I need hey, to Whatever you want. It's going, whatever beer you get is going to be more expensive than the, the, the price of admission to have a beer with them. So. <laughs> I mean, I I mean, I I chop it up with them. I think, I think I'd pay a dollar to talk to, to the DeSantis. Um, you know, gotta, I have a, I have a few questions. You know, like where you get those rain boots? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's so famous for wearing. Uh, who does his hair? Why the fuck did he wait for four more years to become president? I don't know. Did you ask him. Do you know what it's like to be a gay person or a black man? <laughs> <laughs> Tell him. Have you ever? Are you are you sad because you're not tall enough to ride the rides at Disneyland? Have you ever experienced life as a nigga? And hey, see, that's <laughs> another thing. A lot of the gays should have went up there. Got that dollar beer, beer, and they have all them show up, all the all the transvestites and the, <laughs> and the LBG. Start, start trolling, start. Yeah, they all should have showed up, man. Start bombing that dude ones. face. What, what's your problem? What's your problem with us? Yeah, yeah. Negroes could have showed up. You could have had the the queer show up. Everybody, you know. <laughs> and they didn't do it. It was just a dollar. You get up in that man's face. Stop. Stop. Get off the internet. Show so, up. Say wrong with us. We're well, that's here. a good thing. Maybe all the people that were gonna go and have a, a dollar, pay a dollar cover fee to have a beer with Ron were also stuck on a regular internet and decided not to leave the house. Well, 
so you know well no, it's funny so when i went to school right we always had this joke like they never ask you what your race is in college applications but somehow all the black people and all the hispanic people were roomed together and we were trying to figure out what's it like how the fuck did this happen it's probably you know i can i can i can probably guarantee you this is that they look at like what your financial aid status is or your your income is so they they know and people the home address because you have to give all that stuff yeah they can they there's other ways for them to like oh that's probably a docky <laughs> oh they only make thirty two thousand dollars of the house he said this fool might have a French last name named Ronaldo, but he come from Richmond. Ain't no French in Richmond. Yeah. And the other thing is they don't really like poor white trash in colleges, bro. Like the poor, like kind of raggedy white trash that can like, white trash don't even make it to college. They don't make like they're more discriminatory to this. They're like, you know, like it's like there's some good black, but the poor white trash. <laughs> Like oh, they gonna be scheming, scamming, and causing school. some kind of ignorant <laughs> shit happening. We don't want that around here. It's gonna bring down our our stock. It's gonna bring down our we'll be making we'll be making alcohol in a dorm room with the old radiator they found outside in the back. The poor white trash will have a, a dead body in their closet, a uh, dorm closet, in the first week of school. That's what poor white poor trash. White trash will have about three family members living in a dorm room with them. <laughs> We'll move out because they say the dorm room price is too high, but take all the mattresses with them. <laughs> take it to go plates from the from the cafeteria. Poor white trash will have a you know under the sink where black people keep all their grocery bags. It will have a bunch of uh, Forever Twenty One bags in there for some reason. That's what poor white trash will have. They will have those tied up. Not, not your local not, grocery not, store. They're not passing the SATs and the, the scats, all that shit. No, they're going straight to trade school. Every all poor white trash are gifted in welding. Or they're gifted in like, I gotta figure out how to do something with my hands because I'm too dumb to read. Oh white trash. We should make a Brandon, you talk about awards, but we should make a poor white trash awards too. Let me go ahead and do that. Pedro, you can host that episode. You can host that show. Pedro's Poe White Trash Awards. It's funny that we sitting here talking about Poe White Trash because Jared is more comfortable with Poe White Trash than he is with Southern Christians that are his same income level and socioeconomic status. He's more comfortable. You know, me and Jesus talked about that this year, Brandon. We realized this. Jared is so comfortable with like Poor white trash, like up in Jenner and all the places he go camping at and stay in RV parks. Yeah. <laughs> with like people like Dabo Sweeney, right? People who are like <laughs> people who are like Christian, Christian, and to be honest, they might vote Democratic, right? But they're right. Southern Christians. He he has a hard time with that white Christians than he does with poor white trash. That's hilarious. Well, mostly because like the poor white trash who are growing meth. Like won't assault you because then that'll bring too much heat. Yeah, they <laughs> on their meth they, and their the, cousin that they got kidnapped in the basement. Like the that. reason why I love po white trash is because it does beget us some beautiful white pumpkin spice loving white. Uh, uh, we do get that. They did not drink no now, pumpkin spice. Now, now, okay, now I'm just saying they are pump. They are pump. They can pass as pumpkin spice white ones. <laughs> like they can. Pass, know, Forever Twenty One allows them to pass. Right. Yeah, so, man, you um, just ask. You ask them how many toothbrushes they had in the house growing up. Come on. No, but I will tell you this, though. I will tell you that po white, trash, the people in the house. po white trash and people of color have so much in common because we are a socioeconomic, we have been relegated to a socioeconomic uh, uh, class and experience. 
in our histories. So seeing through the cultural shit, like I can, like I can go kick it with somebody who has different cultural norms and like kind of see through those, like uh, be acknowledging them and, and understand and like trying to understand them as best I can, but also see them just for like who they are as a person beyond many of the outer exteriors. And, and also there is the pumpkin spice uh, element. And it is, uh, I think the Bay area, you're more comfortable because you've been from the Bay area with white trash than you are than like christian uh, yeah i haven't been in the south a lot so no but i you know I, you know for me it, it does this my own bias like like you know learning about the history especially in the south which like i'm gonna still hold it accountable because this is history is more specifically there's histories here that are also terrible and egregious and i've called those out a shout out to our thanksgiving episode where i asked questions about california legislation back in the 1800s and 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 whatnot and these niggas didn't know anything about that because we don't learn it anyways um i will say though is that like i'm gonna hold it to like my understanding of it now my understanding is growing, so I'm not trying to say I'm I'm stuck in one thing, but I also understand the power and the and the history behind it that gives it that weight, that culture, and that clout uh, behind it, which to me is a it can be a really scary thing, you know. what I'm saying that's that's to me that is like the the white mobs is one of my like my fears, like quicksand and white mobs. I was like, damn, man, if I die due to quicksand or a white mob, man, my life, yeah, I died the worst way possible. Okay, like that's. So That's you fear it. something you ain't never seen out here. I ain't never seen quicksand. I know. Because <laughs> 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 you know, the white mob in the Bay Area is more powerful than the white mob uh, in the South. Yeah, yeah that's called it's, it's called the PTA at uh, <laughs> class school. Exactly, exactly. They would get everything they want for their kids and everything they need, and you. <laughs> yeah no nah, but yeah well yeah so it is what it is I'm, I'm not saying that's not my bias though so i have to own that i know there is different ways like going up to montana and learning about montana by visiting my brother like and like getting some of his my brother's a little bit more of a a, a functionalist in certain ways i'm a little i like to be a little more f- philosophical but he's more like a you know engineer's mind so if it serves a function it serves a purpose then like it makes sense for things to happen and so like he gave me some you know different ideas about like what he observed like you know being a person of color and and yeah. he's, he gets along easier than i do all right you know well well about that first year though when he had to put the his white co-worker's name on all his reports yeah i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but you but you see you see like a lot of people a lot of people are just like living these so socioeconomic experiences and you know the the way we get put into our different class is by our race by our culture but like the combination in the card all those things add and put you in whatever level you are whatever tier you're on and uh you know poor white trash you know you just got to see through got a little bit more to work through to, to see that we in the same class together Nah, that's a different class, man. So I was also uh, beautiful white woman. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a, you know, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna say, I'm, I'm not gonna yuck you, yeah. I'm not gonna talk bad about it. No, <laughs> not this close to pumpkin spice season. But oh, uh, it's coming up, bro. We get, we gotta gear up for it. We get ready, get ready. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, uh, I guess we should get some other news. Brandon, Brandon, welcome. Uh, uh, how are things going? Uh, it's going well. No, actually, I brought out the college uh, race thing because I think they were like made a scan the door. They might have weeded all those people out to come to the Santa's event. 
Because mm-hmm. if you like, oh, I'm registered for this one dollar, you know, meet and greet with DeSantis. What's your name? Nigga Coons, Nigga Coons pick. <laughs> no. <laughs> we got to reject you. Like, I got redirected to somewhere else. <laughs> I love Nigga Coon. That's a great word. Yes. I'm glad that you're using it now, Brandon. You know, it makes it warms my heart. Nigga Coon is, is coming up. It's, it's going to be a thing. Nigga Coons. <laughs> <laughs> all right well uh in other news in other news last quick bit of news brian sloan secured a patent for control it's a quote control of sexual stimulation device using electro oh electro oh electroencephalopathy and so and so logography encephalography oh electro Encelography. Sorry about that. It took me a while to put those together. It's hard right now. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, is developing a sex toy that allows you to masturbate, masturbate with your mind. What do you guys think about that? Hey, man, it's hands-free, baby. <laughs> I like you're struggling with that, Jared. Got so excited to read that read that story. Oh, that's like, hilarious. That's now, hilarious. Now, that's her, now the AI is getting it ready. Oh man, that shit ain't been nothing come out yet, Pedro. I ain't gonna sit here. Jared, Jared, what what website you find this article on? Vice News. Oh. <laughs> Apparently, uh like Sloan Vice is the inventor of the auto blow. It's a mechanical <laughs> masturbation sleeve. Uh, that's been through multiple iterations over the last 15 years. It's been 15 years in development. Uh, uh, the Auto Blow, first Auto Blow, launched in 2008. Um, and he said it's a kind of a, an embarrassing product uh, to men's health in 2014. But uh, also, he uh, he uh, invented uh, uh, what is it? Oh, also invented the blowjob paper. Uh, no, no, sorry, man. The oh. He also introduced the Automoblo uh, in 2018, an accessory arm that extends from a car's cup holder to jerk off the driver in 2018. 20- <laughs> oh, man. They call that the Kellen Winslow Jr. What's going on, man? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Mr. Sloan is uh, working on a sleeve that allows you to place electrodes on your head, so to speak, and uh, and tell the sleeve what to do through voice recognition or potential mind <laughs> manipulation. So what do you what, guys what, that? All right, I got a couple questions. What's the timeline between? Oh yeah, I got this thing that hooks up to your car lighter <laughs> to jerk you all to. I'm gonna I'm fucking people's brains now. Like no, like that can't yeah. be the same dude. That can't be the same dude. I think so. I, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. like the. He's like you know those uh you know those restaurants do hamburgers, Chinese food, and donuts. He's like that person, the scientist. <laughs> Here's a here's a quick video of it, apparently. I'm always thinking about how to make the Autoblow deliver an experience that's closer and closer to a, a real-life sexual experience. You don't press buttons on other people to make them do things you like. Today, we are going to demonstrate the first-ever mind control of a sex toy. Autoblow 1, can you come here, please? First, there was the original Autoblow powered by batteries in 2008. It wasn't that great. 2014 came a device, plugs into the wall outlet. Next, we did a machine learning study of the actions that occurred during blowjobs and implemented these real life actions into the device. Finally, the Audible AI Plus, it's our first internet connected device, has voice control. Finish me. 
I just had an idea that what if we could eliminate the interaction with the device and use our thoughts to control the device. I found a group of Canadian scientists to do this experiment, but they insisted that they remain anonymous. I'm insisting that I remain anonymous on this <laughs> You know what, we already we have 16 sensors from our subject in total. <laughs> Guess what, I got a mind control device and it makes me think I'm having sex with me and Khalifa. It's called headphones and my phone is in the other room. <laughs> Feels this is quite the same. Hits me this quite the same. Oh, Damn it, I left my cell. Uh, you know what that happened to me the other night? Damn it, I left my cell phone under the room. I'm too tired to get it. And I was ready to get busy. And I said, you know what? I'll just pretend I'm here with me and Khalifa. Working like a jar. Street name, street name fentanyl. Tell people you ain't even got to pay for that. You ain't uh, even got to pay for that. I hope one of them dudes get irregularly electrocuted. <laughs> electrocuted. Say it regularly electrocuted five times fast. <laughs> when they plug it into the wall. I just realized one of the, one of the, one of the things had a charge. I hope they leave it in the in the in the plug and get electrocuted. Oh man. Triple triple yeah. song. That, that TikTok song, Dumb Ways to Die, that'd be yeah. That's that's one of those things. Like, man, I'm trying to figure out ways to replace the real filler. It's better to go with the real filler at that point. Pedro, right? Yeah, you uh, really got. You really do have to question how many times he sat the real thing. It's, it's like, like at that point, yeah, he's trying to create all that. It's like, dude, just go to you go to one of those fake massage parlors and just get a happy ending. I, I, there's you get more respect from even a pastor for that. But I will say, I will say, it's high, high, high level porn addiction. He's like, we studied the actions of what happens. <laughs> Oh, they, yeah, they said, I, I actually watch this shit longer than the, than the seven minutes you watch it. Yeah, apparently they had a uh, a AI bot uh, learning. I think it said it watched like a hundred and eight hour video of um, Jesus. Mia Khalifa, huh? Mia Khalifa. No, not hundred eight hours. She ain't got a hundred eight hours. I don't know what the hell he was watching. Um, Her complaining about some shit. Uh, hundred eight <laughs> hours of Asa Akira. Well, it, it it they had they basically had it. Um, I had eight hours of Pee Wee Herman. No, maybe maybe I may rest in peace. Sorry about that. R.I.P. Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, man. Maybe it was too soon. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but they're trying to set up an EKG style uh, headset. And, man, uh, I just want shit to measure my diabetes better. I, I wish I would have known that I had pre-diabetes before. I just went. I skipped it and went straight to diabetes. And this fool trying to invade stupid shit like this. <laughs> Let those other people go back to work and make some money. Government, please fund other scientists so they ain't got to work on it with this dumb ass. Yeah. Well, well hopefully. That's, that's hilarious. Yeah, man, we need to fix Wi-Fi before we start hooking up our genitalia it's, to it. Exactly. My cable wasn't even working well today. But think about this, guys. About this it could be a great, Brand. that's a great point. But there could be great leverage for your woman to get a little irregular, a little strange. Like, baby, I'm going to go to auto blow then. <laughs> I ain't still ain't going yeah. to auto blow. Man. It's like you know, like you know, women can buy a massive uh, dongle, aka a toy or whatever rose and vibrators they got. Well, men now we got. Man, something. no woman buy no rose, man. <laughs> Buying the 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 Satisfier Pro, Satisfier Pro, whatever is being bought by women to help pleasure themselves. There is a very large market that isn't talked about a lot, but for men. We have all our different vices, but something that could like. Guess what? Guess what? Because for men, we don't need a tool. It's called <laughs> lotion. 
It's like, I can control it with my mind. It's called my hand. Exactly. It's called imagination. <laughs> we don't need no stupid <laughs> shit my like hand that. Got, they don't need Alexa to translate it into the into Bluetooth. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> stupid ass shit. Terry, we wasting too much time on that. He's like, like, uh, uh, are you, like you masturbating? No, you're doing analog or digital. Uh, <laughs> I'm using that VR hand job. I feel like Jared trying to be the next Tosh point oh. Oh jeez. But in hey, the worst way. You know what? We should we should get that guy on the show. I really got some. Hey, Brandon, work on that. Brandon, can you work on that? You can get him. You present. You present well enough. Get him on the show. Just like, all right, man. Here's I just got questions people want to know. Mm-hmm. Uh we got at least one person on the show who's, who's willing to try it. <laughs> his roommate's not as excited but it's fine <laughs> so, uh, uh, alright well uh, in other news in other news uh, what is it Mark Jackson has been offered a million dollars to do play by play for adult cam shows what do you guys think about that <laughs> it was adult cam shows Damn. Via source. A million dollars to do play by play. Oh, mama, there goes that. <laughs> yeah, the uh, webcam uh, Cam Soda is the campsite. Come on, Cam Soda. <laughs> you know what? I feel like this is a good leverage point for Mark Jackson, though. Like, he'd be like, ESPN, ABC, <laughs> give me a little more money. I don't want to use my voice on these things, but if they offer me, that is better than what you offer me. So, <laughs> otherwise, he ain't going to mess with that money. Yeah, no, nah, man. It's yeah. I feel like he if he keeps that in his back pocket, if he doesn't get a job in the next three years, he just needs to just all right, cool. Let me take this nil. Well, how much do you think place. he's getting paid right now to do? <clears throat> how much do you think he's getting paid right now to do courtside announcing? Well, he ain't getting paid yeah. nothing because he just got fired from ESPN. Yeah. Oh, he did. I didn't know that. Yeah, he wasn't part of the first cuts. He just got fired like like a week ago. Oh, yeah, man. no. What happened was they, they were, that job. Go get well, they were going to they were going to demote him. Like they were going to put they're putting Doris Burke and uh, who's the coach for uh, Doc Rivers on the main broadcast for Mike Breen. Nobody wants to listen they, to Doc Rivers. And they were going to put Mark Jackson on like oh. ESPN two version of the team, and he was like, nah. I didn't understand that either. Why would you put Doc Rivers? You always need a loss. <laughs> the one thing Doc Rivers is still. Him and Dikembe Mutombo are two people you exactly. don't hire for radio. They're probably trying to save money. <laughs> Doc, you coming <laughs> off getting ousted because your your coaching skills is mediocre. We can give you right. pennies on the dollar right now. You ain't shit. Right. Here's your rebound. Causing his contract, he can't he can't broadcast past the first round. Come on, <laughs> that would be fair. I would accept that. No, they actually got it's funny because they got him as the Doris Burton and him as the number one team with Mike Breen. Yeah, so they're going to be doing the finals. It's 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 kind of odd to hear Doc Rivers. Oh, no, no, no. That's true. They will be doing. The yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gonna be watching this, watching the Nickelodeon SpongeBob version of the finals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I gotta turn, gotta turn. Watch, watch him slime up the court. Exactly. I like Doris Burke. I like Doris Burke. Yeah, I don't know. Just, I don't know this. I don't know about the yeah, Stock Rivers fellow. Yeah, D- Doris Burke got caught quite of a following. So, but Doris I Burke, she's that. good play by play. She's your, she's a good play by play color, a little side color. She kind of that in between. Now the other dude, Mike Bream, is the co- is the play by play guy, the the actual play by play. 
And then if you have a third person, they got to be just straight color and entertaining. That's me, but that would be Mark Jackson compared to everybody compared to Doc Rivers. Yeah. Well, they was blaming um blaming Gundy for acting like me and Aaron on the broadcast, talking about how bad the NBA is every I mean, I don't blame him. Van Gundy, can, you know what? I hope you get hired for TNT. And I hope and don't worry, the ratings will be better. I hope you get hired by TNT. It's that's gonna happen. Call one it's, game of the first game, and then his brother called the other game. And just yeah. let it roll like that. Cause yeah, Van Gundy, man, he told the truth. I mean, Charles Barkley tell the truth too, right? When it's bad, he says it's bad, man. We just watch a horrible game and hope other people didn't waste their time like we did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I like Van Gundy. I th- I felt like he held back a lot and he would question things, but he still kept it overall. He kept he would every once in a while go more say more than probably what the NBA liked to hear. Mm-hmm. But like he wasn't out there just railing against the NBA in some like crazy way. And but he kept it real, like I don't yeah, know. He, st- he still kind of promoted the sport. I enjoyed I enjoyed them because like I don't need somebody telling me what's happening in the game. I like to hear a little bit of storyline. I like to hear some banter. I like to hear some perspective. Uh, basketball wealth of basketball knowledge and experience between those guys. Like just to talk about you know also the connection to like the '90s basketball. Um, I don't yep. know. I just feel like there was. They had the connection as a coach and as a player. It was like a, a connection to the yeah. last generation of basketball, right? Yeah. So they had a good perspective. Because according to Durant, nobody, you know, Durant only respect, only respect people to play it. And then once you talk about them, once you talk about how new generation basketball, all of a sudden he don't respect you if you play it. Yeah. 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 So it is what it is. Um, <clears throat> in other news. The Women's World Cup is going on, and the U.S. Women's National Team was eliminated by Svitka. Sweden. Ooh, I know. Say what the hell team he just Sweden in penalties uh, in the round of 16. Is this the end of the U.S. reign as the best women's soccer team in the world? I'm, I'm going to go ahead and give my cutty quarter shout out right now. I just watched the highlights of the women with them free kicks. Yeah, they were just. They had oh no my reason. god! The goalie, the goalie jumped the wrong way, and they just blew it. They I mean, they blew it over. Three. Aaron, did you see how many times they blew it? It was the it was the people that shouldn't blow it too. That's oh, the crazy. Oh yeah, thing. that's what I'm saying. It was the it better was players fair. just kicked that shit way. It, it looked like it, was, it, it looked like me and Pedro was playing soccer. Man, no, it didn't look like no because I would I would have kicked it in the net. It looked like <laughs> my grandsons was out there playing soccer. Just kicked that shit and over the whole thing. Yeah, shout out to Megan Rapino for uh, not basically closing it out for us and starting the whole downfall in the PKs. Uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I watched that, man. Um, I don't it was uh, the Swedish uh, goalie suck, but somehow they just yeah, they just kicked over the net, around the net. The one they like three of them went in and they just kicked it right down the middle. The goalie just jumped out of the way. Like I was like, what the hell is happening? Dude? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, our, goalie, the, our goalie that allowed that crap. That that yeah, that, like Brenda said, that chick kicked it right up the middle. She dove right, and I'm like, what the? I, she was trying to anticipate too fast, and I'm like, dude, this is stuff I was watching in Pee Wee League, and the yeah. kids is jumping out of the way. <laughs> Man, yeah, y'all played bad, and, and, I, and I and I always gave the shout out, always. The women, our women U.S. soccer team is the only thing we had in soccer, and I'm so pissed off at them right now. 
That's cool. Well, I am happy to get all that. Uh, you can do it. It's very, you know, you can do it. Energy through this whole women's world cup. It's not about the athletes. It's sort of about like, Oh, you know, set your mind to everything. Eat your Wheaties, say your prayers, eat your vitamins, sort of, sort of energy that I don't like around sports. Uh, rather than saying, hey, these people are really good at what they do and they're going to show you how they are. Yeah. Uh, it's really sort of real try hard. So I'm, I'm glad I have to work, pay attention and pay attention. I don't have to pretend to care about women's soccer. You know, you know what? I was going to be rooting for probably another country to like make it and I kind of root for U.S. women's soccer, but it's been kind of annoying. Uh, not annoying. It's just been kind of like one of those things. It's like kind of a you take for granted. They've been the best for, you know, the last 20 20 years plus years or ever since women's soccer really started getting <clears throat> international traction. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like was really mad at that cute girl to miss that goal. What was her name? Sophie Smith. Sophia Smith. Is this, is this, oh, she was really cute. And I was, oh man, I was mad. Yeah, she's cute. She's <laughs> probably the best scorer. She, I love how you guys are on the same way. That there was that cute girl that missed the goal. Like there was. 12 penalty kicks? Yeah, somehow, Sweden got a couple. The tri- the no, tri- no, no, no. no, no, no. no. He's talking about, we'll put it on the board. Sophia Smith, man. <laughs> no, Sweden, Sweden's cute cute player is, uh, was Kostovar Aslani. <laughs> I met her on the show years ago. Kostovar Aslani. Yeah, all the rest of the uh, the women that was doing PKs for uh, America were all gay. Come on, Pedro. <laughs> what? Damn, Pedro, he doesn't know that. That's Sophia Smith. Pick the one boyfriend. Because, you know, they always make sure they look good when they got their I like when they're in their soccer uniform and that. No, nah, like, man. That, you, know, you, like, you and other guys like him when they soccer uniform. No, I like him when they looking like I like that. him like this. Uh-uh. This is what I'm like talking him. about. Oh, She's so pretty. Oh, God. Look at her. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't good. This really is not good. I don't need to hear talk though. Go to Trinity Ramen. Go to Trinity Ramen. I like the different dimensions of, of sexism. Like, and I don't need to hear her doing PK uh, kicks. They were all uh, what about What about Dennis Rodman's daughter, Pedro? Oh, no, that's the one I was talking about. No, she didn't kick. It's not her. That's not. I don't her. think she kicked. Jared just knows how not minute. to click on. Do you know how to use Google there, Jared? You know, let me call. Let me call somebody. <laughs> Let's call our supervisor and tell her. Said you another training how to get Google images. Yeah, she she kind of looks like Zendaya. She's, yeah, she didn't she's, kick. Was she out of the game already? Yeah, it was Sophia Smith that kicked. But uh, hitting Costavar. Look alike. Yo, ST. Kind of cute. She's cute too. Oh, uh, put in Mallory Pugh. Let me see what Pedro thinks about Mallory Costavar Eslani. A-S-L. Just get it close, dude. You ain't got to get it right. A-S-L-A-N-I. And just hit Google, man. God what damn it. Put in Swedish soccer, man. Dude, this is that's what you told me to spell. Put man. in Sweden. A-S-L. Sweden soccer. A-S-L. I'm probably spelling her name right. You're not spelling her name anyway. They said there are no results. <laughs> KOS, KOS, watch it come up. Damn it. Uh, K, uh, yeah, that's her. Kosovar, not Kostovar. Dude, it's not how I pronounce it, it's how I mean. How <laughs> that's I think not about a good it. We need, we need to get one of those machines. Yeah, 
Can we get a better picture of her? Uh, absolutely. Jesus. Oh, Look, that one in white right there. This is an Aaron type. She's pretty. That's yeah, pretty. Yeah, I like them pretty. Real pretty. Oh, you want? I no, no. There's a girl that's really pretty. She played for Jamaica. Uh, her name is uh, Kaya. Put in Jamaica soccer. <laughs> Kaya. Uh, I can't remember her last name. Here's Mallory oh, Pugh, Pedro. Oh yeah, Mallory Pugh is cute. She's hurt though. Yeah, uh, I heard about her. She hurt. looks like a white woman trying to disguise herself as a light skinned black man. woman trying to black. disguise herself as a white woman. Put it, man. Go ahead and put See, it. See, Aaron, you always talk about how I don't like uh, women that ain't sick. I like her. I would date her and get her pregnant. Put in, uh, Jared, Jared, last one. Put in Jamaican soccer, Kaya Van something. I spell Kaya. I, K-I-Y-A, I believe, that one. Jesus. Let's see if that's correct. Her last name is Van something. No, that ain't her, man. Jared, you're not even coming close, man. Hold on. You, you gotta you okay. gotta find her that you can't. <laughs> okay, hold on. Her, oh, All here right. you go, Pedro. Right here. All right. It no, is I uh, don't want nobody to look like they just escaped from Africa. <laughs> so it's uh K A. Come on. Come on. Thank you, thank you, Brad. Thank you. Brad. It's K K A L Y S S A. They call her Kiki. Wait, K A L. That's not even a dude. Y S S A. I remember who she is. Though. It's K Cali or Calia. Her last yeah, name is Van something. Yeah, Van Zanten. That's it, right there, right there. No, no, look, the name's right there, Jerry. To the right, up, up, up above the picture, <laughs> above, real thin. Real under the search bar, Jerry. Under the goddamn search bar, the third name. What? Right here? Damn, this dude don't know how to use Google. <laughs> Kaylissa. <laughs> That's her name, Kaylissa. Plays at Notre Dame. Yeah. Well, she's born funny. out here. She born and raised in America. This is you know. You know what's funny? It's funny that you say this, Jerry. About the USA losing. Unless one of these European teams, basically USA, gonna still win because half the other teams are just American girls playing for them. So it was like the Euro Cup when France won because they got all the African players. Nah, because they at least bought they they like three generations in. No, nah, a lot of them Africa. were also some of them first generation immigrants. They ain't even no, seen Africa, no. man. But all those all those dudes live in France though. Like these people are going to go back to America once these, they exactly. <laughs> these people playing the whole the, the whole Filipino team. Put in the Filipino women's soccer team. Can you put in that and just just wait till you see what they look like? The Filipino women's soccer team. It, it looked like it looked like eighteen year old Aaron. When, Aaron, when do you, you do all this research? Uh, you know what, Brandon? You know, Brandon, uh, you know what? The Lord has me to not need that much sleep. Was just wondering, like, when did you learn about the Filipino soccer team? For somebody who's not that into soccer, I'm into soccer. I'm into <laughs> soccer. Not, not the end of the women's World Cup. I'm sorry. Okay, probably that. I ain't watched it. I ain't watched too many games. World soccer, World Cup team, yeah, national team. Uh, click on any of them, man. Look, look at how they look. Every on they had one girl that's actually true Filipino. The rest of them are all American, and they're all half. They're all half Filipino. One is, most of them were from, like, Ohio and California. They're all from California. There's, like, a half black Calafino. There's, like, three half Latin, half Filipino girls. 
they were all American. It's just like it's like I agree with Brandon said. Or Brandon said the one when France won the World Cup, none of those who's going back to Africa. Half those who's ain't never seen Africa, right? Every one of those girls are coming back to the United States. They already here. They already back. Their parents are in the United States. They are already back. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, that France team is two generations in. These fools ain't even seen Africa. They man. all speak the African dialect, French. Well, yeah, because it's the only way they was gonna come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, in other news, in other news, uh, uh, let's see. Oh, there's a problem in Big D. Apparently. The Cowboys team doesn't respect Dak Prescott. There was a viral clip this week of uh, Trayvon Diggs, the newly minted uh, fifth highest paid cornerback in the league, <laughs> which is fine. That's a good contract for him. You know, he's one of the top 10 probably, but he don't deserve the top one money. So he took less. Appreciate you, Trayvon Diggs. Shout out sponsorship. But uh, Trayvon v- Diggs was seen calling Dak Prescott a bitch. Here's a play. Something my head said he gonna throw the ball out of, but he turned his back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, what do you guys think? Is there is there a dissension in the ranks? Does the Cowboys players not respect Dak Prescott, Dakota Rain Prescott, or is this just good camp yeah. competition? I'll let Pedro. Yeah. Oh, Pedro's Pedro's uh, getting yelled at by his wife right now. Oh, oh that's yeah, no, Pedro's he getting yelled at. <laughs> or or he's fucking up uh, which potato to cook. Uh, Brandon, uh, as uh, our our resident college football uh, uh, analyst, uh, is this good competition or is there something to worry about with the way Trayvon Diggs called him a bitch? I mean, I mean the defense players, office players don't really hang out like that. Like you and your silo, you see each other, you always say uniform, you know who the quarterback is, you know who all those fools are, but you may not, you may not actually hang out with them. So it's not like this reverence unless you unless you really got it like that, unless you make a point to go over and like hang out with the defense people. Um but yeah, I think it's just good camp competition. Now, shut your bitch ass up in that context. Maybe Trayvon Diggs does not have that respect for Dak Prescott. Because you know Dak because you do that to, you know, if you would have did that to Aaron Rodgers, you do that to uh you do that to Drew Brees back in the day, you did Tom Brady. You know what you would have had Dak would just went over to the coach and say, hey, can you do that? <laughs> and his ass would have been sitting the fuck down. <laughs> and talking about, hey, like how you need to respect the quarterback on this team and don't talk to him like that. Or the office linemen, if they respected him, would have came up and said, hey, like you don't talk to him like that. I don't care a fuck where we are. Yeah. Um, so there, there might be some dissension in the ranks, but I don't think Dak got it like that because he was, because he's a top 15 quarterback, not a top, not a top 10. So, I mean, this so, so the bet he's he's made there in Dallas. All right, we'll see this season. Y'all want to be some haters? I, you know, I hope Dak keeps getting keeps getting haters. I, I, I hope that Dak can elevate his game and be like Steve McNair in two thousand and five, 
or whatever the year that was where he was going buck nasty, buck wild. Steve McNair was balling. But yeah, he was going buck nasty for years, sir. Yeah, no, but, 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 but get that level with He started off buck nasty. No, no, but I'm just it saying. wasn't like he rose to become. He no, no. was buck nasty. But no, but Steve McNair. Out of college. Steve McNair, you know, you saw the progression. I see a lot of similarities. Man, by 99, Steve McNair took the goddamn Titans to the, to the Super Bowl. Whatever year he had to split the thing with Peyton Manning just because they're like, we can't have this dude who represents dual like, threat. Like Brandon, said, like, like Brandon said, he was balling from the, from the beginning. Yeah, he's tight. No, no. So Steve McNair is tight. I, I appreciate Steve McNair. I, I think, yeah, I don't think it is any anything to do with uh, disrespect necessarily. Well, I mean, it's a little disrespect. I don't know. Pedro, what do you think about uh, Trayvon Diggs telling uh, Dak Prescott to shut his bitch ass up? Um, he, yeah, well, he gets more, well, I don't know. Um, I don't, I don't know the context of the story. Oh, Pedro, missed you missed it. He missed it. Okay. Well, you want to see the video? I'll play the video one more time for you, Pedro, so you can see it's been it's been a talk around town and uh and people have been making a big deal of it. So I just want to know what you guys think. Is it a big deal or is it not? Uh -oh. done. Go Dak! Go Dak! Go Dak! What do you mean by box? They got him in a box like he can't go nowhere. Oh. I think. Got you in a box. Got you. In a yeah, box. it looked like he wanted to hit the tight end and Trayvon Diggs drove on it. Yeah. I think also like 2016 Dak, he's he's tucking that and running that sooner. I think that if he's... Well, that's the reason why he probably had some... No, you know, no. Remember last year was his See, highest touchdown. His highest on, interception on. year. Hold on. See, everybody's taking that out of context. It's just a camp. Like, that hap yeah, that happens in every camp. I'm pretty this sure there was a, a lot now. of DBs. So Tom Brady, run your slow ass in here again, and we're gonna knock you out. <laughs> that, that's the one that person didn't say it too. Yeah, that's the one person they didn't say it too. I guarantee you, they said that. It's, I think it's, 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 do you realize what people? Y'all need to follow the podcast. Listen to the podcast of these football players and see, see the some of the stuff they say to each other. Oh, I know what they say to each other. They, they say stuff like this. Cow you're an African American. <laughs> I used to sit there and go to Cal practice and watch it, you know, exactly. especially before season started. What they say to each other, but they didn't say that shit to Tom Brady. If they were yeah. signed, they said that to Tom Brady. That's, 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 that's a quick way to be unsigned. No, you think Bill Belichick allowed him to talk like that? Pedro? Yes. Yes, no, competition. Still, what do you still hear them say about Bill Belichick? He, oh he ran that show. Uh, Aaron, if you're in practice in, in your quarterback, that's probably the reason why he didn't like Bill Belichick because he let hey, all them All of them said that. No, Ashante Samuel said we didn't have fun. It wasn't like being at other teams. Okay. They weren't allowed to say shit. Their practices are like a fucking library. Well, everybody else practices wasn't. I agree. To That's the, what I said. I don't think the... it happened to Tom Brady because Belichick didn't no, allow him to do that I shit. I guarantee you somebody said something to him that he didn't like. Believe me. The niggas can't control themselves. We're talking about all kind of irregular sex. They can control, they can control when they ain't got money to pay for shit. Man, they don't They're care down the shit. street working out the cow wash. Man, they go sign with the Jets. <laughs> down the street. They'll be down the street. If you're, if you're a made man, if you're a made man, you're gonna talk. You're gonna talk shit. Okay. Ain't no such thing as a made man in the Belichick's team. Okay. Look at everyone he cut. That's why that nigga. And, and that's, that's true, that nigga, right? 
is six and ten now. It's true. That's why, and that's why I said nobody was allowed to talk to Tom Brady. <laughs> that was the reason he got six Super Bowls, Tom Brady. Oh yeah, no, because Tom Brady would talk right back at you and threw the ball in your ear hole. <laughs> yep. Uh, no, and that's true. That's why. Well, I'm saying, well, it's now, not, it's Kirk, not make believe. No, I will say Kirk Cousins probably goes home with a notebook of new curse words to study after practice. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you know, listen to Chad Ochocinco on podcast, Pedro. He talked about the the practices, how they weren't like other teams either. How it was quiet and professional. It was professional. Yeah, I could see that with with that a little bit, but I do think that most places you're going to have people talking shit, especially Trayvon Diggs is not just like some random dude. He's the, one of the highest paid players on defense. He's the best corner on the team. He's the highest paid corner on the team. He's expected to be one of the defensive stalwarts and, and, and cornerstones. So in that he just signed a new contract. Like you want one of your lead dogs on the other side of the ball, challenging your other lead dog. That's the way I see it. So like they can talk shit. There's plenty of times where Dak probably, you know, is diming him up and getting touchdowns in camp, and he's he can say a little shit. I don't know if Dak is as as much a shit talker, but man, I, I like to see that. I like to see that. You know, you're ratcheting, you're ratcheting up. I want to see intensity. I want to see motherfuckers, you know, saying, you know, really going at it. Jerry right? sound like you being cowboy biased, dude. Uh, yeah, it I sounds, am. That's why it I brought sounds, the story up. In other NFL news, sounds like it's early August. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, it is. In other <laughs> NFL news, um. An early list of potential first ballot Hall of Famers was was released. Oh my God! Is for the bad NFL, as the ones they just let in. And uh, yeah, uh, here's the list of some of the first ballot guys that could be nominated. Two guys on that list. I see two. Eric guys Berry, easy, huh? Jamal wait, wait, who are you two guys? Well, my two guys. Hold, hold, okay, hold, hold, let me just read Damn it! Let him read the whole thing. Then I'll say my Nigga, two guys. Jesus, you just want to start talking, and people don't know what's on the list. Uh, on the list is Eric Berry. Jamal Charles, Antonio Gates, Derek Johnson. I should say their position, right? Safety, Eric Berry. Uh, jaw, uh, running back, Jamal Charles. Tight end, Antonio Gates. Linebacker, Derek Johnson. Quarterback, Andrew Luck. Yeah. Uh, wide receiver, Brandon Marshall. Defensive tackle, Haloti Nada. Defensive end, Julius Peppers. Guard, offensive guard, Josh Sitton. Center, Max Unger. Defensive tackle, Kyle Williams. Um, of this list, is there anybody that you think or would argue is a first ballot Hall of Famer? I can't vote Two for names. nobody. I can't vote for nobody. Don't like no holsters. Oh, no. Two, oh, name, two names are first ballot. It's only <laughs> two names first ballot on that list. Uh, and that, to me, Antonio Gates and Julius Peppers. Only first really? two. That's yeah. it. That's it. And then, and then there's only, after that, I see I maybe, maybe. I agree, by the way. Maybe they're okay. One, one like fringe Hall of Famer. If he gets in, I, I won't be mad, but I understand. And that's probably Eric Berry. Um, mm, I don't know. It, yeah, Shit. like I said, fringe, he was really good for a few years, but he didn't fringe, play long enough. Well, he had that cancer, remember? He yeah, came back and became then he tore his Achilles, yeah, and that was it. And he's done. Well, I think the, yeah, so uh, he got past cancer and like he bought out. That was a crazy, I don't remember which, yeah, this ain't a Hall of Fame. <laughs> Didn't get past that horse. He was afraid of that horse. You know, it's what? really just Julius I, Peppers and Tony Okay. That's it. Dude. First ballot, I would also maybe throw in Max Unger because he was one of the best centers in the league for like a decade. Wait, wasn't and, he with the Bears? Max Unger? No, he's I think he's a cow product or he's Oregon. Oregon or Cal. 
Yeah, I think he was Oregon. Uh, he's one of those Pac-12 quarterbacks when, or one of those Pac-12 O-linemen and players that just from that era when you actually had guys who were learning like pro-style offenses in college and ended up having uh, good he careers. Was, he, was the, he was the Seattle's. He was, Seattle. he was the one that He was the one that traded for Jimmy Graham. He was Seattle center. They didn't win that. Won the they Super Bowl. Him. They won the Super Bowl. Well, yeah, they were foolish. They traded him for Jimmy Graham and the offensive line. Remember the offensive line got it shitty. It just got even worse. It was already I, I, bad. I wouldn't call him a first ballot. I would see him making a Hall of Fame, not a first ballot. No, I'm saying he's somebody that out of that list, I could see an argument for first ballot. But I, I can yeah. see an argument, yes. Okay. All right. I, uh, at least I can see an argument. Uh uh Brandon, you got anybody on that list that you would uh, argue is a first ballot Hall of Famer? First of all, Hello Nada is not a Hall of Famer. Well, one of the best. I think he's Hall of Famer. I think he'll make a Hall of Famer. Defense tackles of his hair. Brandon, tell us the story about how you know why Helodinata should be a first ballot. Because <laughs> big shit. Strong shit. There's <laughs> a lot of motherfucking strong as shit, Brandon, man. Brandon, Brandon, Brandon went up he against Helodinata. Like... Brandon, what was the story when you went up against Helodinata? And... <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's a different guy, man. You see his thing. Some people, well, no, they have this uh, recurrent segment on... Uh, was that uh but Bonnie Jones like how do you know you weren't going pro? Like that's basically what happens. <laughs> so, so so Brandon, Hello Dinata was the person that let you know you wasn't gonna make it pro. He was one, he was one, he was one of the people who <laughs> you know you get you like you get reminded and then you get reminded again and then you get reminded again. And you're like, all right, cool, man. This ain't gonna happen for me because I'm you know, I tend to be positive. So when some shit negative happens, I sort of tend to brush it off. Um right. but I would say this about say this about um no, no, he only has two uh, all pros, five Pro Bowls, because he didn't have stats. But he was the one of the best. No, 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 no. Tackles don't need to have sacks. Defense players don't need to have sacks. And he was the guy. He was, he was one. Of, he was mainly right. the he anchor was, of that. Right. But he, uh, of that 2013 yeah. championship. Team yeah, I mean, defense. we we got to stop looking at somebody to anchor year one year. No, no, he anchored but it. Thing, he but he did, but, year, he but, had like a good three-year run. That was it, man. That's not. But he play. was, but he was, but he for the Ravens, he was Tony Saragusa and and Sam, Sam Adams. Adam, yeah, he did. He did that position as one motherfucker. Like he did yeah. that as one person. He <laughs> see, he's a he's a he was a he was a nose tackle good, yeah. in a three-four defense, which no. like to be a was it three-four? Yeah, they ran a lot of three-four. I think they were four three by the time he got the nose tackle, man. Yeah, he, he they were running a lot of three four. Yeah, he was too. a three technique, man. Ah, no, man. I think you guys putting too much on it, man. All right, oh, so he was second. He was second team All Pro, two thousand eight. Second team All Pro. No, he didn't make first team. And don't forget, there were used to not even be a second team All Pro. So really, he has no All Pros. He's a first team All Pro. He was the sixth in defense player of the year. He was All Pro first team, All Pro second team. Yeah, and he made so uh, five pro. Five pro. So there's five one, pros. two, three, four, pro five. Pro bowls shit. They don't get pro bowls for a Hall of Fame, so don't mention that. How many All oh, Pros? Six. He had three yeah. All Pros, two second team and one first team. Was that it? So he had three second team All Pros and two first team All Pros. So he had five All Pros. Okay. Two. Yeah. Two all pros. But. Oh, Aaron, you can't be all trying to change your measure. Well, so no, the reason why I say that because there wasn't a second team for years. The reason why the all pro team exists and why why the NFL Hall of Fame does not use Pro Bowl is because it, the hall the 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 all pro team meant you were the best in your position. Yeah, there was no That's fuck fair. around. There was no second. 
for years. We started this second bullshit much later. But here's there the was thing. no second. Thing. Thing. So, 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 you're on the second team of all pros. Doesn't mean that somebody on uh, or several people on that first team that made all pro because of positionality right. are better players and more impact players. No, it there. doesn't. But it, so all I pro means you're the best at your position, though, Jerry. I, I know, but looking at your position, it's not comparing a nose tackle to a fucking cornerback. Who cares that maybe the cornerbacks are down that year? It don't mm. fucking matter because you don't play it. All you play is nose tackle. So I'm just saying, nose I'm just saying like, nose tackle. I'm just saying like if you had like if let's say like Warren Sapp and Aaron Donald were both playing at the same time, I think Warren Sapp will be winning some of those first teams. And Aaron Donald is not still better than half the dudes on the first team all pro because he happens to be playing at the same time as somebody else who is also a star mm-hmm. during Are their you- peak. Look, this is why what makes all pro special. Stop m- millennialing up this shit. I'm not millennial. This is what makes all pro special. No, I'm adding you are the best to the in your fact position. that there are still some really good players. That I, I know. Because I don't care I about position. I Guess care about what? Guess what? There's some really the good players that's no, no, not in the Hall of Fame. I don't care about that. But I'm, There's some really good players not in the Hall of Fame. So, so, the, so, the, so for me, I look at Haloti Nada because I don't care about the first team all pro as much as you do because I know that there's players that are better than other players, but who cares about first team all pro because it's about who's on the field fucking changing the game and impacting the game. So who cares about All-Pro? Because only one person per position. That doesn't matter as much now. So I'm going to look at Haloti Nadi's body of, of experience of being the core of that defense and allowing those linebackers that had great years, allowing Ray uh-huh. Lewis's career to extend longer uh-huh. to win that Super Bowl, is I'm going to say that was Haloti Nadi's uh, impact on the team. And he was one of the best players, but he played a position where he wasn't uh-huh. making all the plays because that's the thing about football. You don't There's make every single play. That don't make, look, what's the, what's, the, what's the number one position? What's the position that's the most players in the Hall of Fame? O line, exactly. How many stats they have? Zero. They have zero stats. Football doesn't go about stats. It goes about how big of an impact you make. I'm not saying he didn't have a big impact. He was a great player, especially for like a string of three to four years. He was great. He also had to play during Vince Wilfork's prime, who like nobody was better than Vince Wilfork at doing. Vince Wilfork got no stats either. Yeah, but but he's gonna go to the Hall of Fame. He's already in the Hall of Fame. Oh, he got in. Good. Yeah, he's been in the Hall of Fame. Are you sure? Because I don't know no. if he got in yet. Vince Wilfork has been in the Hall of Fame. All right, so look that up. Somebody look that up real quick. Brandon, look that up. Vince Wilfork Hall of Fame. Oh, I was looking at, well, I was looking up who were who were the other defensive tackles the year that Hello Now had his heyday. So 2008, uh, the first team defensive tackles were I lost that shit already. Uh, Albert Hainsworth and Kevin Williams from Minnesota Vikings. They were the first team all pro at defensive tackle. Kevin so those again, say that name again. Kevin Williams Albert, and Albert, Albert Hainsworth. Hainsworth had that season. So he got beat by them weak fools. Well, Hainsworth was that, ridiculous. Right? Yeah. He had a couple of years. We yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right, Jerry. He, I think wait, how come it says finance two thousand three class? Yeah, he's he's being nominated, but he's not he's not in the Hall of Fame. Okay, you're right. Uh who else? Who else? So two thousand nine. Uh, Kevin Williams, he made first team that year with Kevin Williams from Minnesota. Wow. Uh, all the defensive tackles making the second team were like Darnell Dockett, Jonathan Babineau, Vince Wolfer, Kelly Gregg. No Hall of Famers in that speech. Is that bunch? 2010. I'm very deep on Haloti Nata right now. Um, uh, he's first team all pro with in Dominican Sioux for uh, other other people were Kyle Williams, Vince Wolfer, BJ Raji. I remember that name. I thought he was going to be good, but 
He was a three technique. They try to play, make plays, play nose tackle in Green Bay on a three four defense. That's why he, he, he was also about five eight. Not yeah, even, he was and weighed, about, and weighed about two hundred and fifteen pounds. He wasn't even big. I remember it. He's like, oh man, he's gonna be feet. They're like Jay Ratliff could do it as an undersized nose tackle. No, Jay Ratliff weighed more than BJ Rogers didn't even have no weight on him. Jay Ratliff was uh, a two ninety <laughs> nose tackle in a three four defense for five seasons and then. Fell apart in Chicago. Uh, 2009, we had Justin Smith and Holy Nuts, first team all pro. Other people, Geno Atkins and Kadamakin Soup, and support for Broderick Bunkley. Okay, let me uh, name name some Hall of Fame defensive tackles and how many uh, all pro first teams they have. Uh, mean Joe Green has four first all teams. How many teams? How many second. teams were in the league then? Uh, how many teams were in the league? When Mean Joe Green was in? Uh, 32 teams? It was probably about 28. NFL didn't expand that much, man. It's 32 right now. Think about it. In my lifetime, it's only only Carolina Carolina and who else? Carolina and Jacksonville. That's the only ones I remember. In Houston, that's it. I mean, you know, so I mean, that's not far off, Jared. We're not talking about like hockey only having six teams for fucking 40 years. Carolina, right? Houston, Jacksonville, and one other team somewhere. Cleveland. Remember they added Oh, yeah, they brought back Cleveland because they became the Ravens. Um, no, here's the thing, though. Is, I'm just saying, like, the, talking about 28. How many, how many did Mean Joe Green have? How many did Mean Joe Green have? Green had, he still had four first teams. There were no second back then. Okay. Uh, Aaron, uh, Aaron Donald right now has seven first teams. Yeah, right? Aaron Donald is a generational. He's yeah. not in the Hall of Fame. Okay, yeah. so let's not compare him to generation he's, guys. Yeah, like he's a generational uh, guy. John Randa, who was undersized and not drafted, had had six first team Hall of Fame. Right. Uh, Warren Sapp had four. Marilyn Olsen, five. That's in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Cortez Kennedy had probably the least so far in the Hall of Fame with three. Yeah, out of all Hall of Fame, he has the least. I think I think Nada's from from what you're telling me, Nada's resume just on the paper things already puts him in the in the conversation. And from what I saw from him as a player, and like understanding the fact that the he was he was the Ravens anchor for that period. So the Ravens going through mediocre quarterback play for a long period of time, that defense always stayed consistent. And one of the main reasons because Haloti Nada. Now is he flashy? Is his name out there? Was he dominating in certain ways that he like wasn't Aaron Donald? No, no. But what I'm saying is that, like, he did what he had to do. He balled. He 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 he, he was a baller. He baller. was a baller. Listen, he was a baller. I just don't believe he was a Hall of Fame. I don't believe. Right, well, I I I myself want the Hall of Fame to still stay what it used to be, and that was really the top players. And he was the one of the top players. He wasn't of generation. one of dude. You see, he's getting beat out by Kevin Williams and that weak ass motherfucker from Minnesota and Darnell Dockett's weak. Five All Pros, two first teams, three no, second no, teams. No. You see, I'm just naming first teams for the people in the Hall of Fame. They don't even have second team. Listed. It don't when you I was on Hall of Fame.com, it don't even have second team listed. It only has first team. So here's the thing, but here's the thing, Aaron. There used to not be 17 games. There used to not be 16 games. So do you stop counting stats after 12 games? Because they 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 had it that way for years. Like, hey man, things evolved, man. No, no, no. We can count stats, but I mean that that, that doesn't say anything against the argument. I mean, look, look, there used to not be participation trophies either, Brandon. 
Yeah, but they also right, used right. to play against guys who were plumbers in the offseason, Aaron. Come on, man. Come on, dude. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. Wolves had second. That's that stupid ass argument. That is nice. There not were no plumbers argument. in the 70s. They were making their money by the 70s. Okay. There was no okay. okay. What about Sebastian? Aaron, they were Janikowski. not making their money. They were making decent money, but they were some players were not making money. They were Aaron, making there was a, their money in the were, 70s. There, there, there were no so plumbers. many players, Aaron, that were not making enough money to like okay. sustain because they only got paid for the season. This is the thing you got to understand, Jared. They still make more in their salary. They make triple the amount than your normal American working class, right? Citizen did. So that, that was able to sustain and hold them. Were they living like billionaires? Were they making six cur- six million like Curry? Were they, uh, I mean, 40 mil- 60 million like uh, Jalen Brown's going to make or Jason Tatum's going to soon make or four, almost 50 million in one season like Curry? No, they weren't making that much, right? So they couldn't live way out. So then my question is, so my question they, is, they couldn't be extra, living at Addington yeah. saying, no, yeah. no, okay, don't, so bring, the, so, don't so, bring low income housing around me. I make too much money. I get you. I know. Yeah. NIMBY. NIMBY. But they still made their money. They They still made their money, dude. In that time where there these performance complexes, the performance depots where players would train year round doing cross training, have the highest science where they were doing all this shit in that time. Was he going against guys that were also doing that same thing? No, I, that's so that's a, there's a difference, man. It's the same thing with the old white, old white trash that you What I'm saying is, is I'm you just play saying, and you play to your time period. No one can okay, skip time period. So, yeah, he so, dominated. I'm, you're telling me. No, no, but, but I Green you, dominated his time. Period. I can tell you that in, in back in those days, it would be easier to dominate. Yes, Come it on, was easier man. to dominate. It was easier yeah. to dominate. You had to be special. You had to be special. But you, do you see, easy. do you know the rules of the seventies? Go watch football. You could, go watch. You could just, slap you know a man upside his head and decapitate him, and then get the quarterback. That's that what you were allowed Jones, to do. And that was the sixties. That was the fifties and sixties. You could do that though. No, no the Raiders the were wearing were wearing casts on their arm. The Raiders are like, oh yeah, we would act like we had an arm hurt, and then we just had clubs on our hand, and we just run and start hacking on dudes' arms and so, hitting motherfuckers. Sound like, sound like you had a higher chance. You had a higher chance of not making it to next week, then, Jared. This against your argument. I'm just saying, it was All much saying, more of a violent game it was back then. No, so no, don't sit here uh, and injury. say it was easier to dominate. The no, no. game was fucking violent on all sides. Injuries, injuries could be more long term, devastating, and really affect your career, but. If you oh, had Julius Peppers If Julius Peppers played in 1970, you can't tell me Julius Peppers would not set the all-time sack record before his career is over. Here we go. He was he was 25 pounds bigger than everyone else that he would have been going against Here at that time, go. Aaron. Dude, Julius Peppers, if he played in the 70s, he wouldn't be that 20 pounds bigger, Jared. Because he no, wouldn't have the no, lift. No, 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 no. We, no we're doing this. Now. No, no, I'm doing this. I'm taking Julius Peppers now. That's a silly argument. No, because 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 That's with these things, argument, Aaron, so you're going to tell me that a 1954 is, is a more reliable and a higher performing car than a... Uh, than a 2020. Uh, uh, you, you know. give me, you give me a 19. You give me the right a Dodge Charger, a 1950 some Dodge Charger. I bet you I could beat one of these Hondas now. No, no, it's not about that. No, no, a car that's more reliable and better performance, higher performance. Not about just speed. Or I or, bet you or, I could beat one now. No, no, but, but Pedro, Pedro, you gonna take a a, a, a 40s jalopy? Oh, oh, now you're going to jalopy. No, no, no. A high-performance car. Pedro, no. Pedro. A 1960... A Relatively a high-performance car in those a, times. A, a, a Charger from the It's classic car, but it's not high-performance. How about way. a Camaro? Camaro did. A Camaro from the 60s, Pedro. 
against one of these high performance uh, Prius from nowadays at Jerry's. I'm not saying a Prius. You can't go no Prius. Like we talk about. Uh, I guess a Tesla. Tesla. So give me, give me a peak car now versus a peak car back then, and what's gonna, what's gonna mop who up? Who gonna mop who up? So I, I, I I was just saying. Oh, go ahead, Pedro. I'm sorry. No, look, the performance car science and medicine is better now. Okay, it's better now. But if people if people if you transport people back if from that time back heart, then they didn't do it then. It, that's what I'm saying. If you took the heart, if you took the bones and the structure, the stuff was made tougher back then. The stuff is made out of <laughs> plastic right now. I, look, go go in your car manual yeah. and look at how many plastic parts is made in the manifold. Oh yeah. Back in the '60s, the manifold, which was your chest and the way you breathe, all that stuff was made of steel. Mm-hmm. It may it may not have been they didn't you know they didn't have the the science to turn the wick all the way up which people used to do in the aftermarket but yes yeah, it's, it's it's things things of science it's it's better now it's, it's better it's better now for you to separate yourself speed, from speed, as being yeah, one of the, the best speed in this the game and everything is you're you're going to be faster they're not hitting though Jerry. Because if they get no, like, I get that they're not hitting no, but no, I know I, I get I get that. No, no. I, I can't, can't. You know what? We need to stop doing. You this. can't compare you different stop. generations. Yeah, no, like because that. I think no, no, because this is this is just a, a, a reconciling the fact of matter that things like the physical abilities of players now is better. Jerry, we couldn't be on here speaking because we're not allowed to. Was <laughs> it all black? We're not allowed to have an opinion. We can't compare generations here because guess what? If Joe Green, wait, you use eighties metrics basketball all the goddamn time, Aaron. You're not gonna say like we can't compare generations, nigga. No, 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 I can't help it. Come on, okay. Look, I seen the game. I seen the game. That's stats. I'm just saying stats. You're telling me Julius Peppers would perform more than. If they did show a six six two hundred and eighty five pound man who had who could run a four four. Against, I don't give a fuck who it is. Gene Upshaw ain't stopping him. This is my thing, Jerry. If you transport Julia Peppers back to the 70s, then he's eating and working out just like everyone else did in the 70s, too. No, no, Aaron, Aaron, that's not. So you're going off of his freak of nature. There were freak of nature back then. And those are the guys that were able to stand out even easier back then, Aaron. Julia Peppers also. If you're a freak of nature in that time, you can separate yourself to a higher degree. Than you can now. That's the point. Now uh, everyone see, else, all the other, no, 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 no. Listen, listen. All that, the man. other people who have similar freak of nature abilities are being pushed to these sports or given the the best medicine, no, the best advantages no, to to no. get the coaching <laughs> and the, the training. You ever watch black.com, Jared? You ever watch black.com? You tell me freak of nature is being pushed in the sports. Go watch black. Those are freaks of nature. They might be freaks of nature in the bedroom. They're not freaks of nature on the court. In between the lines. No, you Aaron. Now you going now you go all. Kinds of crazy shit, nigga. No, 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 no. Go, no, no. Hey, go ask Adam twenty two. <laughs> go ask Adam twenty two, Jerry. All right. Well, in other news, shit. I went. In other news, uh, so this is why this is why I don't like go out to bars that much in the Bay Area. People always argue. Oh, in in other news, Where's the Skip Bayless. <laughs> uh, there was a man. real fight in baseball. 
Oh man, I thought we was going to Pac-12. Man. Oh, you guys want to go about that? All right. Well, anyways, Tim Tim Anderson got go mopped up. So uh, we can go to that later, after, man. After, yeah. after this, we don't got a lot of time. Pedro got to go soon. Yeah. yeah right. So let's go Pac-12, man. All right. All right. In other news, the Pac-12 is imploding faster than Ocean's Gate. As several <laughs> other teams apparently, shout out to Dan Bruce for that tweet. Uh, uh, apparently are being courted by the Big Ten and Big 12, which will be the Big 14s and, and 10s and 12s and 14s, whatever it's going to be, whatever. Anyway, it sounds like everyone's getting ready to leave because there's more money to leave and the division has lost a lot of credibility with USC and whoever else already signed it to leave after this season or next season, whatever. Get the ready. They, they left. They left. Okay, whatever. After so this season, they gone. What do you guys think about the Pac-12 in its current state of affairs and will it last or is this the basic end of it there's only four teams left to be on at the next season the, the past four let's go there's only four teams left uh a-, a state in arizona has officially left for the big 12 along with colorado colorado i think left this year am i right brandon Deion Sanders? Left yeah, yeah, they sounded good. Deion, like, Sanders, Deion Sanders paid. They went ahead. He told them to pay the money to leave now, and they did. So they already in the pack. They already in the Big 12. Um, UCLA, USC already signed, you know, over a year ago to go on to the Big to the Big 10. And then the Big 10 just poached Oregon and Washington, UW. So the Pac-12 is it's four teams left. That's it. And uh, I don't know what's going to happen, man. The Pac-10, Pac-12 did it to themselves. Get yeah. it to themselves. I mean, what you think, Brandon? Yeah, well, I think the main the main problem is like they the biggest markets for those schools don't watch college f- football, like because the Bay Area, Stanford, Cal people don't really go to the. But, but the, uh, the difference is California. But LA got a big market, right? So you at least got LA. You got at least like the Bay Area. I know, Brandon, it's hard for Bay Area people to hear this. It's not as big as L.A., right? Even if you take the old, the whole greater Bay Area, it still don't even add to just L.A. County, right? Or even Long Hell, it's not even bigger. The whole greater Bay Area is is smaller in population to even the Inland Empire, right? It's not even close in size. No, but but we're saying about, we're not talking just the size, though, but Bay Area does support sports. They go, they go, they go. You know, this is what I know. They do support sports, but they're very, it's just like, you know, people always say the Bay Area is a bubble, right? You should know this now that you no longer living in a bubble. It's a bubble. I know this from moving into this bubble. Like the Bay Area is a bubble and it's a bubble. And some people are very comfortable. Like Jerry's comfortable with the bubble. Right. He's he'll stay in that bubble forever. I remember this one person at work told me that Evan, he was like, man, I I know there is a bubble. When one day we had a question at work in one of our meetings and it was if we could live anywhere, what would it be? And he chose the Bay Area because he said he loves the bubble and he's comfortable with this bubble. And he goes, I know it's a bubble. And so and it's the same way, like the Bay area they follow only their team right and it's still not even great numbers when you look at that but they only follow their team whereas like when you go to big cities like la where it's like okay they don't have to follow just usc ucla they'll watch a game they'll watch a south game you know there's plenty of people from the south in la there's plenty of people from the midwest in la plenty of people from these places there's plenty you go out there and the bars are crowded with michigan michigan ohio game you'll see nothing but scarlet and whatever fucking gray and blue and gold that whole yeah. weekend the whole weekend in LA, you'll see you'll see people just walking around, going to their bars to watch it. You don't have that in the Bay Area. It's loyal. Bay Area is loyal, like I always say, but it doesn't have the big markets. It doesn't have you know. You don't watch 
Like that's the reason. I think I think Stanford and Cal fit perfectly in the Big Ten as far as being academic schools, but as far as being like, you know, the Bay Area doesn't like you said they don't watch other people's games, yeah. right? They don't. And so, yeah. wait, hold on, hold on. I just got news. I just got news, Jerry. Can you hear me? I just got news, man. The Pac-12 is still alive. New schools are set up to join. I, I'm breaking this news first. Uh, set to join the Pac-12 after the year after next. Uh, I got uh, tabbed to join as University of Phoenix. Uh, ITT <laughs> Tech. Uh, Trump University. The DeVry Institute. Hold on, hold on. Hillman is set to join. Oh, Monster, man. Monster University is going to join. And then last but not least, CDL Trucking School. Come on. Debbie Gibson. Oh, Debbie you forgot top, you, you forgot top, you forgot top G University. Back <laughs> 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 well, there's still hope. The Ben school, school of driving. Ben school of driving set to join the patch well. Yeah, that what was the name? I couldn't remember the name. What was that? Ben, that was the name. I couldn't remember the name. This is a University of Hard Knocks was coming University, up. Oh, that, you know what? That was what I thought about this morning when I was getting ready to say that. I thought about University of Hard Knocks and got to type it down. I think uh, I think uh, our own uh, Grand Canyon State is set to join too. Well, Grand Canyon State is actually in a D one conference already. Unlike the Pac twelve, they actually got a contract already, TV contract. I couldn't even put them in this. <laughs> they gonna get uh, holy names to join the Pac twelve. Man, the worst part. I come on, man. Holy they gonna get Crenshaw Christian Center. Closed down. <laughs> the worst thing get... about this is, do you know? Do you know that St- Cal and Stanford has fourth and fifth overall most olympians this really hurts like the other sports right the the swimming the the gymnastics the other sports that cal and stanford itself number one i think it's like i think ucla of course ucla's one i think usc was like three there's another school that's on the west coast i was like and then came cal and stanford following those three and it's just like, uh, well, no, I, I think I think there'll be a, re- a reshuffling, right? I feel like the kids have the opportunity to move now, like they didn't have before yeah. with transfer portal. The coaches who are really serious about it are going to see these pay cuts, like, hey, we can't yeah, even yeah, get yeah, salary, pay cuts, pay and, cuts, and, yeah. and then they're going to be like, all right, cool, I'm going to go here, and I'm going to take these athletes with me. So I don't well, think, see, yeah, but I mean, but Stanford and Cal had those traditions in those schools, right? They are I mean, the, Stanford. The, Stanford has the, the tennis, pe- the golf. The Pac-12 was around for 108 years, and they and they basically yeah, found out they were going to they were going to Donda Academy. Like that's well, what they found out. <laughs> I should have said Donda Academy and then whatever LeBron James school. <laughs> <laughs> the Promise Academy was set to. I promise. <laughs> I promise it's too far east. Yeah. I mean, it's in the same place, Ohio State, Pedro. You might as well. Uh, 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 Bishop Sycamore was going to join the Pac-12. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> In other I... news. Yeah, my cutty corner shout out goes out to the clone of Jamie Foxx and whoever mm-hmm. is trying to defame him. Uh, after you gave him the shot, you then 
killed him under false pretense saying he had a medical emergency. We know what you did. We know what you did. You switched him out for a long-faced, light-skinned brother with freckles that kind of looked like Jamie Foxx. Okay? That's not who it was. Oh, yeah. freckles. <laughs> that is not Jamie Foxx. I know what Jamie Foxx looks like, okay? From all the manicured angles and, and, and makeup lace photos that they put online of him, I know what he looks like. You can't tell me that's Jamie Foxx. Okay? Secondarily, uh, now y'all trying to make him, after being such a great actor... Y'all going to kill him, and then you're going to start tearing his name down by making him anti-Semitic? And what he said, I don't know if it was that anti-Semitic anyways, you know what I'm saying? He didn't say nothing about the Jews. He just said there were people willing to kill Jesus, okay? He didn't say who it was, but somebody was willing to kill Jesus, who himself was a Jew. <laughs> it was like, a day there. Like by Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> so, it is what it is. This fake Jamie Foxx trying to say, he's talking about people who are you know, saying snakes in the grass around him and people he thought he trusted in that. And he just, you know, mischose his words. No, 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 no. Okay. If you're going to have Jamie Foxx stand on something, have him stand on this, this clone of yours. Have him stand on it. Okay. Because now you just turn him into a puppet of the man. Y'all taking his name, you're taking his power, and you starting to slowly just erode who he is. Not to mention, you took all the color out of him. So, shit. Hello. Steven, my boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, my ass. Who this nigga up on that nag? 